and beat that gator meat. W-Q-A-L, where the faggot is. And beat that gator meat. 10.03 at 5.60 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. What What is this obsession in this town with college sports? And not only college sports, but college... How far would you say it is? About uh, 300 miles to Gainesville? I've never been there. More. More? 350 miles? That's about right. No, it's 400 miles to Jacksonville. It can't be uh, that... Okay, like 300 miles away. The stuff that's going on here, does anybody care about that? No. But Gainesville, man, they're obsessed with Gainesville. Maybe we need to get an education here today. Maybe we need to talk to some people. Not about the Gators. Who cares? I saw a uh, license tag. I'm going to get my mail last night at my post office box. And there's a guy in front of me. He's got a, a uh, one of those specialized license tags with a picture of a Gator on it. And it says, no, or no, a picture of a, a seminal uh, thing. It said, no Gators was the thing. N-O-G-A-T-O-R. No Gators. Don't you want to, like, stick your finger kind of like in your nose? I mean, because every time I see either Steve Spurrier or Bobby Bowden, I mean, forget about Terry Bowden. Even, you know something? He saw a picture of himself on TV with a white shirt and the baseball cap, and he said, I'm so dang embarrassed, i got to get out of here. And he uh, just ran off and quit. He hauled ass and quit. But what is it about college sports in this town? I mean, I thought this was like a, a sports station because I see a piece of mail that Greg Reed got this morning, which, thank God, he shared with me. Because we like to know when the end is near. And it says, get rid of Neil Rogers. We want sports. Oh! Unsigned, of course. No signature, no address, no nothing. Get rid of Neil Rogers. We want sports. So even though his ratings are like uh, double anybody else on the station. You realize that, oh, did we get a response on that where the uh, 10 to 2 numbers are yet? No. Well, why not? Let's get with it over there. Okay, it's Wednesday already. The book came out on Friday. Let's get those 10 to 2 numbers so we have our own real numbers these four hours. And we can sit here and brag about them, how great they are. What kind of morning drive and afternoon drive put together in some demographics? And they bring it in more money, making more money than any other day part. But let's get rid of Neil because he don't want to talk sports. And he especially don't want to talk about that nose-picking gator crap and Seminole crap. And we're going to send the big black guy away. We're going to send him out wide. And he's going to run like a mother scratcher. And we're going to throw him the ball. And we're going to score, score, score. And I mean, get serious, will you please? So I noticed, and of course, when I do talk sports, there's no response anyway, because I talk about a real sport like hockey, which we got the game with the Red Wings tonight, and we got a 1,000 unsold tickets for that, including the 500 Panther Pack. So please, let's fill that joint up. I heard Gord Murphy on with the worst team this morning. Nice going, Gordy. Good guy. Very articulate. So actually said something. So part, they had basically no calls. There was some Schwarzer called in about some dolphin injury, and not Craig Erickson, but somebody else that I never heard of. And uh, that was that. Some schwo. But there wasn't any uh, discussion about the uh, situation with uh, Whitney, which he may now play on a second line. We understand if he does, you know who to thank for that. Yeah, I understand that Terry Murray was having big, gigantic <coughs> movements yesterday during the course of this show. See, this ain't one of those places where uh, you can run and hide because I'm going to expose all the crap you guys are doing, even if we get no response to it. Like I said, they had no calls about that this morning, and they were going on and on at great length about the benching of Whitney and Spela and about Terry Murray being a hard-ass, and they had Gord Murphy on there. Did they have one call about that? No. No, but we had all, all Defoe's got to do is get out that uh, get out Geldy's goat, which I think is the one that Terry and Brian Murray were photographed doing. Get that goat out. And start with that gator stuff. And here here they come, one after another after another, with one finger in their nostril, one in their echo. And start with that gator crap. And here we are in Miami. You know, it's interesting. The one call I did here was the guy who sat up there on Gainesville Radio. They don't talk about the hurricanes. They talk about the gators. They talk about uh, what they're doing up there. 
Which they're not in the same conference. Uh, you know, what, what, what's the uh, big deal? What's the attraction? But because we have so many people down here who had the misfortune of going to school up there. See, I went to a school where we have a crappy football team, Michigan State. We had a couple of good years, you know, 67, a couple of good years along the way, over the years. But you know something? Does anybody really care all that much? No. I mean, there's plenty of corruption and plenty of a scandal and plenty of illiterate uh, jocks up there. But does anybody really care? No. We went to Michigan State whether the team loses or not. We got a great hockey team. But do we care about the fact that our football team sucks? No. And that Michigan, year in and year out, like this year, almost every year beats the snot out of us? We beat Notre Dame this year. Oh. There you go. That's our claim to fame. We don't need to do anything else. But these people that go to school at some college and right away they become obsessed with a football team. Obsessed like it's a replacement substitute for a life. I don't get it. I don't understand it. That's sports talk in this town. Not professional sports. College sports. I'm going to tell you something. Maybe we can actually work it down to a meaningful level. We can start talking high school sports. How about junior high sports? How about kindergarten sports? All right. All right. There's a kid over there who plays in Miami High, about seven years old, baby. He's going to be, he's growing, he's about 6'2 already. Six years old, 6'2. Hung like a moose. And we're going to send him out there. He's going to go out wide and he's going to run like a mother. He's going to run a goddamn car. And they're going to heave that thing up there. They're going to do a Hail Mary. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Don't you think it's uh, unbelievable? I do. It's amazing to me. The grown people, that adults, are so obsessed and so and just so full of like psychosis about this, like it's important, like the future of the world depends on Gator football or Seminole football or Hurricane football, depending on who got the uh, biggest, uh, you know, shows this year, stuff like that. Isn't that what it really is all about? Who's got the biggest shows? Because I'm going to tell you, Steve Spurrier and Bobby Bowden, you put the two of them together, and you still have minus points in the IQ column. Yahoo! Every time I see those guys, Yahoo! That's what comes to mind. I think of the things that are wrong with the state of Florida. Not the things that are nice about it, like the weather most of the time. Like those nice pretty palm trees, stuff like that. But I think of the things that are wrong when I see those guys. Like, uh, kind of like, yeah, I got my finger all the way up to where my brain used to be. In fact, maybe that's what happened. Maybe they had their finger up there so much where the brain used to be, they kind of like scratched it out. When in doubt, it kind of fell out. You know what I'm talking about? I think you do. Nine minutes. Where you B-A-M. Can beat that gator me. Can beat that gator me. So George just had some hysterical lunatic on the phone, which I wish we could have gotten him on. The fact that uh, I discuss sports, therefore I'm a hypocrite. I don't discuss sports. I talk about hockey, which is a level above all the other sports in a class by itself. How about that game last night, even though it was a scoreless talk, okay? Not college football, which is for overgrown children. I mean, how? why don't we talk about college uh, soccer? How about lacrosse? Very big in colleges up there in the Ivy League. They play lacrosse. How about college uh, golf? Huh? College swimming. College diving. That's what Greg Lucenas always said. Divers do it deeper. That's what he said. Now look what happened to him. I mean, let's, uh, you know, get into the nitty-gritty. That's the problem with this town. You don't hear it. Like during the uh, Marlins thing this year. I mentioned this yesterday. Is there any intelligent discussion about baseball? Hey, uh, Eddie, you think Levon's going to win 20 games this year? <laughs> That's a level of conversation you got about baseball in this town. This Mike Piazza thing, if we had real sports fans in this uh, in this town, and people would be screaming about this. They'd be having a nervous breakdown. And by the way, the Mets only paid $30 million more for the whole deal than the next highest offer. Smart move there, Mets. But do we have any comment about that? No. No. They talk about college sports. That's all. And, and even what they do talk is caca, nonsense. 
Oh, my school's better than yours isn't. Depot, where'd you go to school? You're some kind of a Seminole. Oh, my God. You're some kind of a hurricane. That's not sports talk. That's caca. That's baby crap. That's, uh, like that. So the the notion that uh, I'm the evil one on here, there must be a reason that all these people are tuned in, like the guy that was screaming at you that claims he's going back to change his radio right now, who listens every single goddamn day and is listening as I speak right now, but doesn't have the cojones to call and speak to me and wants to berate you because he's such a macho man. He's probably a goddamn gator, if you ask me. And you know something? The gators, the Seminoles, and the Hurricanes, they can all kiss my big fat because I don't give a crap about any of them. Except I do like to see the Hurricanes lose. I do like that. I'll confess to that. I was very, very sad when Dave Lamont was shrieking and yelling and screaming at the end of that West Virginia game on Saturday that the field goal was wide right or wide left or wide something because I couldn't understand what he was saying because he was screaming so goddamn loud as if it was about something very important, which it wasn't. But nevertheless, I do enjoy seeing them lose because, number one, of the corruption of the program and, number two, because of the fun. It's a phantom thing in this town. They couldn't even sell out the FSU game. With 60% or 80% of the people who were there were Seminole fans, they couldn't even sell out that game, could they? No. That's right. But if they should have, like, one of their glory years again all of a sudden, then they'll be packing 80,000 phony uh, front run. This town is great for that, front-running phonies. Very big on that. So I'll talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about, thank you, and the response will be just the same, none, nil, just like I heard this morning. See, I feel much better about it now. There's only one person on this sh- station that gets phone calls. That's Hank. Have you noticed that? Hank, no, seriously, Hank can sit down and do his three or four minutes or five minutes or whatever and ramble on. And there you go. Here's uh, Tom and uh, Davey, one after another after another. Now, most of them are, of course, compulsive gamblers. But nevertheless, I salute Hank the fact that his phones uh, ring off the hook. Morning show, do they get calls? No. Do we get calls? Him? No. Get it. I got to bust. I got to pop a bone to get these bastards off their ass. They're out there, just like that guy that's calling you, screaming and hollering. But they're intimidated. See, I'm supposed to be the limp-wristed fag. They're supposed to be the macho men. And, of course, they're hiding behind the, behind the anonymity of the telephone. Which is, I mean, even less excuse for them not having the bacones to talk to me. But they just can't do it. Can they do it? No. No. I want to hear right now from some people that tell me about Gainesville. What do you give me a look like that for? I've never been to Gainesville. I would like to find out something about what kind of a community. Is it it kind of like Lakeland? I've driven through Lakeland. That's a horrible place. I've never driven through Lakeland. But it's nice. Is it kind of like Lake City? I've driven to, uh, is it like that, where they have a horse country, a lot of horses' asses running around? You know, it's a college town, a lot of young people running around, a lot of bricks, a lot of uh, ivy on the walls. Ivy? You can go float the edge of Tucker. Ivy on the walls? Are you making it sound like kind of like Harvard now? Something like that? Like no, Ivy League? No, it's just a, like Dartmouth a lot of or Penn or, or Cornell or whatever. Ivy League school, kind of like Brown? No. Oh. Oh, I wouldn't know. I'd like an institution of higher learning? I mean, does anybody learn anything in, uh, in, before we get into anything else here this morning? Because I'm, I'm fascinated with the obsession with this gator thing here. I mean, I know that there are people, the, the animal huggers, who are into gators. Very, has anybody ever seen any gator droppings? Because I thought I heard a few this morning during the course of the last half hour of that show. Gator droppings. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I moved down here a few months ago um, from Houston. Yes. I moved down here during the time when um, the baseball team was selling out all their, their star players. Yeah, and I remember you were you were random raving about that. You were uh, giving away your tickets and different things, and you right. were trying to influence. Uh, and nobody cared, right? But I remember that you were saying that you weren't against the players. 
you were trying to send a message, or we should send a message. I don't care who the owner is. Hockey, to me, is more important than Wayne Huizinga or any one person. I don't give a crap who owns the team, in addition to which he claims he's going to be selling the team. I hope he does real soon. Okay. I don't care about that than worrying about who the goddamn owner is. But, okay. I mean, but, but let's face it, I mean, as bad as the team is, it's not like the hockey team like, had a whole bunch of superstars in the face with the Marlin thing, okay? He went out and he bought a championship team, spent a lot of money for it, and then he, he, he said, well, we've got to have a new stadium, you know, we're not going to be able to keep the Marlins here. And then, uh, you know, he, he gave everybody away. And they still didn't care. They lost 108 games and nobody still cared about it. Well, I... I, I, I Any Gainesville people online? No. Anybody online this morning? No. No, not a one. See what I'm saying? Is that a difficult thing to find out? Somebody who was, lives in, lived in Gainesville, somebody who went to school there, we got to find out what the hell is the big attraction with Gainesville. Maybe it's even more exciting than East Lansing. You think so? No. Ann Arbor? No. Columbus? No. Christopher? No. Five, six, six. I'll sit back here and wait. This is going to be just like yesterday all over in there. No, no music. I'll wait. Let that transmitter kick off. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. Pound 560 on the Mobile One line. This is one of the great mysteries of my life. Gainesville. Gator droppings. Let's hear it. Come on. How long do you think this is going to take? And see this one guy, the first guy that calls, he wants to do, not, you know, not like a full-blown shot, but a little shot of me, aren't I a hypocrite? Yes, I am about the uh, hockey thing. And like I said, I don't care who the goddamn owner is. Hey, just look around. Just keep looking around you. Five six seven. Oh five sixty. Pound five sixty. On the mobile one line. This morning, by the way. Twenty two after two. We got the booster at six. The Detroit Red Wings seven o'clock tonight. Any interest in that? No. No. Just one. Did I? Do you think I asked a difficult question? Seriously, I want an honest answer. Do you think that that was a difficult... I mean, if there, see, see, the point I'm trying to make, if there's all this interest in the, this Gator crap and Gator football and this redneck Steve Spurrier, then there must be some connection with Gainesville. It's 300 effing miles away from here. And I'm waiting to hear what it is, and I can't get one for... And you know they're all listening. Every goddamn one of them, including this jackass that wrote the anonymous postcard, get rid of Neil Rogers, we want sports. And I'm trying to learn. I want you to learn me something, okay? And I still can't hear nothing here about Gainesville, which evidently is a hell of a lot more important than anything else that's going on. Five six seven oh five sixty. Are these lines working? The phone ain't working. How do you like that? I'm sitting here screaming and yelling and carrying on. The phone's not working. How did the one guy get through? Hello? Hello? Yeah, how you doing? I like to... How, where, did, where did you come from? I just called from uh, Mobile and Boca. How long ago? Uh, I, I did, it's been ringing for about 10, about 10, 10 rings. Our phone... I'm sitting here. You know something I could be saying every word? The phone's broke. It might be. No, it might just, be. It is. I'm calling, I'm calling about Gainesville, though. Okay, let's hear it, pal. You're on. Class of 96 graduate. Went yeah. there for five years. And tell me all about Gainesville. What is it? All right, well, it's, it's your, I guess it's your consummate college town. I've been to some other college towns, and I thought Gainesville was the best one. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've been Better than East Lansing? Better than East no, Lansing, Michigan? No, I don't know. I've never been up there. Oh. I've only been to a couple... Definitely of, not better than Ann Arbor. I've only been to a couple schools in the south. 
can so, beat that gator meat. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I can't talk about East Lansing and Columbus and places like that. My brother did go to Columbus about a month ago, though, for a football game. And he said he, he really had a great time. He said that, you know, of course, the people in Ohio are very nice. And that Columbus was a great college town. Yeah, it was. It was a little bit comparable to Gainesville, except that it was just a much bigger city, and of course you've got the different weather and the different. But I mean, I mean, people. other because I hear people saying, "Well, of course they sell out every game in the football game because there's nothing else to do there." You know, I hear that all the time. They, they, you know, that's they, they do say that that's true, but you have to remember that about half the people that uh, that go to those games come from all around. They drive up from here, you know, from Tampa, from Jacksonville. So I mean. What's the uh, what's the what's the um, uh, at University of Florida? What's the uh, student population? Right now, it's right around forty thousand. Forty thousand, and they do seventy thousand uh, and some for the games, right? Eighty-five. Eighty-five. Eighty-five, and sell out every game, of course. That's right. Every game sold out, even if we're playing uh, Deaf and Dumb U or if we're playing Florida State, it doesn't matter. Oh, you're calling the Hurricanes names Deaf and Dumb U now? And no, no, no. Gator no. meat. I'm talking about like those little. Cream puffs that we played open the season. Right. Well, everybody's got to do that, you know. And I get, you know, and again, the reason why we do that is because, you know, our fans. The only, is, only problem is up in East Lansing, we tried that too, but every now and then they beat us, so it didn't work out too well. <laughs> you know, like Central Michigan, Eastern, University yeah, of Detroit. Luckily, luckily, that hasn't happened to us recently, so hopefully it won't happen in the near future. Okay, pal. Go Gators. All right. See ya. Take care, Neil. Uh, now, this was the most revealing thing that has ever happened to me in my life. I've been broadcasting for 600 years, and I'm sitting here. And I'm getting, uh, every day, I'm getting sabotaged over here. I'm getting a job. You saw it. You're a witness. Sure. Like I said, I hate this system. Gettner. The Gettner people suck. This phone system, I'm going to tell you, I'd like to break the goddamn thing. Now I'm going to do a Hank Goldberg right here on here and lose it. I'm going to do a Hank right here and just totally lose it. Because I've been sitting here for goddamn ten months with a phone system that doesn't effing work. I'm sitting here saying to myself, even for a crank to be calling in, I mean, I know if we got anybody listening, something must be going on. I reach over here and I start pressing all the goddamn buttons. Now, let me ask you this. What happened after I did that that suddenly, magically allowed the calls to start coming through, George? What happened? I just picked them up. It's still broken. So, in other words, they don't ring. They don't ring or it doesn't show up on here. Now, I could go and reset the system to see if that helps, and it probably will. But this hang up place, on I'm going to tell you something. This guy upstairs who wants to be a big shot, like I've told you before, Mr. Wannabe, we could get a goddamn erector set. We could get our own little goddamn teeny tiny transmitter and put it out here on 441. At least the people on 441 could hear the goddamn station in their cars, which they can't now. I could build a better goddamn studio with, a guy, with an erector set with a play toy than this man is putting here for us. Ten months sitting here with a goddamn... And you remember in the beginning when the phones wouldn't drop off? We've had more effing technical goddamn problems and still got those big numbers. How do you like that for all you sports nerds that can't stand this show who are all listening right now? I'm going to reset it during the break. Everyone will We be ought to reset the whole goddamn radio station is what we ought to do. 27 after 10 at QAM. This station stands for nothing. QAM, a talk show without a phone that works. How do you like that? We're kind of used to it, though, aren't we? At the, uh -huh. By this point, yeah. So, in other words, there were all these people calling. Every goddamn line had somebody on the other end, but they, they weren't ringing because the little green light don't come on in here. Like on line two here? See, oh, now, now the dial is in, but when it rings, it doesn't light up is what you're saying to me? That's what I'm saying. Okay, so we'll do the best we can, as usual, here on Slipshot Radio. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm a Florida graduate. I got a little uh, stuff to spew on that city. 
Uh, a lot of people are calling up trying to make this a glorified town about Gainesville and the yeah. University of Florida. Let's face it, the nickname for that town is Hogtown. Mm -hmm. that, that's what it's known by the locals up there. It's called Hogtown. Yeah. And number two, the only thing that's ever been beneficial out of the University of Florida is its marijuana growing. It's got some of the best weed in America. Oh! Now we're talking. The drug culture is phenomenal. And I thought oh, about wow. what we did up there for four years. Is I got stoned, got laid, and uh, went to class. Once like I said, just like Ann Arbor, it sounds like to me. It was a great town. I'll never forget it. I lost a few brain cells, but it was worth every what, dollar of my dad's thing, money. But what's the obsession down here? I mean, this Gator thing, it's, it's bigger than the Dolphins. It's bigger than all the other sports in this town put together. It's like a, like a mental sickness down here. Well, seriously, if you go up there and you have to spend any time in Gainesville, it's like being under jailhouse arrest. It's, yeah. There's nothing to do. It's the most boring town in the world. Mm -hmm. That's why everybody goes to the football games. If you're not getting high or going to football games, you're getting laid. So That's when they're bragging about 85,000 people filling up every game, even when they're playing the bum for you, it, it means nothing. It means nothing. Those people are from Gainesville. They travel in, like the last caller said. They travel from all over the state of Florida. It's the biggest boosters in Florida from Gainesville. they got the biggest booster club. But there's nothing going on in Gainesville. It's a depressing, sad, pathetic town. <laughs> and it's, it's known as Hogtown, and any local will call you up and tell you that's the nickname. All right. Thank you, Neil. Okay, pal. Good day. Okay, George is on the way to see how good the weed is up there. We have another... I already know how good it is. What do you mean? No, it does well, How good the weed is from Gainesville? I visited friends up there, and yeah, he's right. The place sucks, and there's nothing to do there but to get stoned. And get laid. And get laid. So what's wrong with that? What's everybody bitching about? Sounds okay to me. Two open lines going on here. We ought to just play music today and teach these bastards a goddamn lesson. That's what we really ought to do. Stick us in here with a bunch of second-rate crap. Top-rated show in the goddamn market. Top uh, billing, a top uh, rate. Uh, ever, and by the way, do we ever get those numbers? No, from 10 to 2? Oh, and uh, I don't think we're going to, at least not today. Why not? Duff is on vacation, and Greg will not be in today. Okay, okay, so here you go. I want you to follow this now. Follow the bouncing ball, okay? The general manager, Greg Reed, with the uh, pasty suit, he won't be in today at all. And uh, the, uh, the program director, you think I get a lot of vacations. This guy, when he's here, he's on vacation, number one. But now he's on another. What is this? It's the end of October. It's only his 18th week on vacation this year. Is that what the deal is? Uh -huh. Yeah, there you go. So if there's something wrong, is there anybody? Oh, you know who's in charge? Oh, my God. And she don't talk to us. That's right. The water Nazi. She's the one in charge. Maybe that's why it's taking them so long to get that goddamn parking lot fixed downstairs. You notice that? They're repaving the parking lot, the inside, for those of us big shots. That, that's like a major, that's like a 10-year project down there now. By the way, when you go on vacation, can I borrow your clicker so I can park under the uh, building like a hot shot? No. Next question. So this is fantastic. So so let's just, let's just have a party here today, okay? Let's do our own thing. We got nobody running the place. It's on automatic pilot. Everybody. <laughs> All right, that was great. What's his call for this fifteen minutes? That, oh, what needs call? Now which which buddy is that? That's the old guy. Oh, the old guy with is the death threats. Today. Oh, with the death threats. Yeah. You, me, everybody, the wife, the receptionist upstairs. Yeah. We'll I'll get to him again. I have his number. Do you have his number? What is his number? The old guy that calls here and keeps making death threats and that wants to have his it's phone evidently taken out? It's already been reported to Southern Bell. It's already been reported to Southern 305-948-3914. 3914-3914. He's been calling us for weeks. Some old crusty farter keeps calling here with death threats and all kinds of obscenities and obnoxious stuff and uh, maybe you want to keep him busy today. What is it again? 305 what? Well, in Boca. Hello. 
Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, something wrong with the phone. Yeah, I know. No, no. What happened before was uh, when I was trying to reach, everything was busy, and all of a sudden, when you uh, went to ballistic there, then all of a sudden the calls started going through, so a little bit crazy. Yeah, I've been feeling for the last uh, three or four months here somebody's diddling with his phone system. I mean, I can't prove it, but I have uh, very strong beliefs because I've been doing this too goddamn long. Yeah. Somebody's diddling with us. Uh, a couple of things. Last Friday night, I saw you there at the game. Was that the worst ever? Yes, Friday was one of the all-time worst. Not the worst, but it was in uh, certainly in the worst five. Um, uh, one of the worst performances. I mean, no enthusiasm. Uh, it, it was disgraceful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely disgraceful. Uh, another thing. And, and so yeah. then he goes and benches the uh, two best players on yeah, the right, team. Exactly. And so, see, this is a guy, when he came here, Terry Murray, I don't want to get started again, but I will. He said, well, these guys better perform because if they don't, they'll be sitting on the bench. Right. And in the meantime, the guys that don't perform, like uh, Kirk Muller and Niedermeyer, they're in the lineup every goddamn night. And, uh, you know, he, want, he wants to take it out on the guys who are our best players, which makes no sense at all to anybody. How about the Warrell thing? It really pissed me off to watch. Remember when he dropped the gloves and the guy wouldn't engage him? Was it Bashir? Well, who, who's the guy in number eight for Donald uh, Bashir. Bashir, yeah. I mean, it's like, was Murray telling him to go out and get something going just to, you know, to try and incite the team? Because well, I don't know, but uh, by the time he got into that fight, it was already 4 nothing. The game was already no, I, over, so it was totally meaningless. No, they, I, See, they're not going to get sucked into his stupid goon crap yeah, because they know that, that, number one, he really can't fight. Number two, he can't play. And other than that, how can, why is he out there so much? You know, the truth when you, is... When you got a team that can't score, why do you put Iron Hands of Orell out there all the time? I, I disagreed with you a little last year. I really thought I saw some started to see some skills in this guy. In he terms can't of, play. I mean, I, thought he, I thought he skated a little better in that exhibition yeah. game, but as far as being a real player, forget it. He's no it was, player. It was really disgraceful watching him. I mean, his stick handling, puckling is absolutely disgraceful. Right. And all he did every time, he, he took a lot of cheap shots. And by that time, I was so damn frustrated. You know, it was 4 nothing, which is when I left. But just to watch him out to try and engage somebody, it was it was really a disgraceful performance. And, and by the I, way, I just, speaking of Donald Brashear, who used to play for the Canadians, he's been around the league. Speaking of right. Donald Brashear from Vancouver, even though he is their goon, but nevertheless, he can play. He has skills. Yeah, I've seen exactly. him make some pretty damn good plays. He's a real player as opposed to just a goon who can't do anything out there and who keeps getting stuck out there over and over again. This guy is like the Reggie Fleming back in the uh, in the sixties with the Rangers. Man, when all he had to do was fight. When he was trying to fight a guy like John Ferguson yeah. from uh, from Montreal, mm -hmm. you know, he would kick the crap out of him. But but Ferguson could skate. Yeah, you know, Ferguson was a well. Terry Morrell get away with it because like everything else that's going on here, nobody gives a crap. Nobody says anything except me, and that's why I'm going to keep ripping him in the ass. All right, I got a question for you. And this is real serious. quick, yeah. Real quick, there's a topic in the uh, Palm Beach Post today. Can AIDS be transmitted from oral sex? Seriously. Yes. See, they're saying it can't. They're saying Probably it can't? Cannot, right. I, that, yeah. I don't agree with that. That's not what yeah. I've read. All right. Good luck. Okay, and back to you. Right. Okay, we have uh, two open lines in day one in Broward. If they're ringing, we have no idea, but let's... Uh... Okay, I'm just checking because we don't have a phone system that works today, and we got no uh, nobody running the joint today. So we won't get those numbers that we're looking for. We won't get any assistance here because we're on automatic pilot. Which means probably a lot of music coming up. 1041 at 5 p.m. It's Steve in Miami Town. Oh. At 560 WQAM. Remember when you first got. Yeah. I think we lost her. Okay, we have an open line at Broward 2 and date. Our phone system's all screwed up here. I'm not going to worry about the phone, okay? You uh, do whatever you want with those assholes, okay? 
She waited all of that time. We finally got her on. She was on the verge of like getting into a bad cell like OJ or whatever. And then all of a sudden she popped right out. That was the end of her. Anyway, John Grogan has a very interesting art of DNA thing. It's an organization. It doesn't cost you anything to join. We got bumper stickers. We got placards. We got uh, uh, all kinds of stuff, buttons. But we don't have to be organized because it's just common sense. Do no harm. DNH. But that's an interesting thing there. It, never, it, it brings back to mind a situation that happened with me years ago. And I think we broke the attendance record for the miracle at anywhere. So I'm signing autographs. I'm doing the whole thing. And then I walk in to see part of the game. You know, I walk around into the stadium. And there's an old fart sitting up there with some other people. And I look up and I hear, I hear him say, I mean, he's one of those people who's talking about you. But make sure it's loud enough so that you can hear it. Or maybe his uh, hearing aid wasn't working that day. He's an atheist. Yeah, the guy says, oh, there's Neil. The guy says, yeah, but he's an atheist. And he gave him a look like, oh, geez. He's an atheist. I mean, I could have expected if he said, oh, he's a fag, you know, something like that. But this far transcended any of that stuff. And, and, and that was the first time it ever dawned on me that there's this enormous stigma of not being one of the God people. Even if you're a Neil God person, that's not good enough. You have to be one of the, uh, the God people. So God bless you, Frank Giovanni, whoever the hell you are. 80 years old, and he's from religious intolerant lunatics like the ones who killed the doctor in Buffalo the other day. Oh, yeah, we believe we're pro-life. We don't believe in your life, but uh, we're pro-life for those fetuses. Can we say that Gainesville uh, is a smaller town, but it's actually not a bad little town. Um, and as far as... As compared to what? As compared to Tallahassee? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what could be worse than Tallahassee? It's, uh, you know, there, there's nothing that's going to compare to Miami, you know, as far as diversity and all that. But it, it's not a bad town. As far as perversity? <laughs> yeah, as far as perversity. Mm-hmm. Um, tonight's game, you got to be excited. Line up. thought those guys were all on team last year. Okay, Dade County lines are open. We could make eggs right here on the thing. I really could. I could fry eggs right on the counter. we got a phone system that doesn't work. Last night on the TV show, which is the last time I'm ever going to even mention it until it goes off next week, the, the, the beginning, they got the sound finally straightened out, no hum. And then as the show went on, the sound kept getting lower and lower, and the hum came back. We, you know, we went, they want to disappoint. Want to make sure you get your free hum job on Whammy there. So we got a, a half-assed TV deal over there, which they can't technically get that thing straightened out. I got a situation here where we got a telephone system that has been crap since the day we sat down here, and now it's just totally falling apart. I'm going to reset the whole thing during this break. And well, what's that going to do? Uh, maybe nothing, maybe something. Who knows? Don't you think it'd be a lot better if I just sat here and read all my great articles and yeah, that would be a lot stuff? better. But nevertheless, not worried about the goddamn phone. I'm just ha warning haven't you. Haven't I been hold. telling you that we've been getting dicked on this phone for for weeks yeah. now? Yes, yeah, we I mean, have. I've been doing this too long. I'm sorry, but you saw that right there when we sat down, and then all of a sudden, as soon as I started talking about it and punching the buttons up, magically and miraculously, all these people were on the line. I mean, I'm not that paranoid that I would sit here and make it up because I know there's plenty of times in this town that you could say every word that's ever been invented, four-letter and five-letter and two-letter, as an F-U, and nobody would call. But uh, this is just too goddamn obvious. And is there anybody here uh, in charge? No. Anybody involved in any of this stuff? No. Uh, straightened out for us? No. Of course not. They're all, uh, this one's on vacation again, and this one is out to lunch, and this one's out of the building, and uh, who the hell knows who's in charge here? Maybe it's the water Nazi. Oh. 10.56 one line for all you people that spend some time on the... Yeah. We are at the 
Hello, Mr. Jetson. Welcome to Radio Shop. Hi. Jane sent me out to pick up a couple of batteries. What's she using them for? She wasn't saying. Just give me a couple of sea cells. Sure. That'll be one bar of Latin. Uh, here you go. Uh, just a minute, Mr. Jetson. I've got to ask you a few questions. Uh, I'm in kind of a hurry. Well, it won't take long. What's your address? Uh, Sky Pad Apartment. Uh, when were you born? 2062. Now, do you follow or obey religious organizations that might pose a threat to the Galactic Federation? Hey, what kind of... I'm sorry, Mr. Jetson, but I can't tell you these batteries until you answer my question. Uh, okay, no. Very good, Mr. Jetson. And now, uh, what's your penis size? What? What's that got to do? Sorry, Mr. Jetson. Maybe I'm a another... cartoon, damn it. Well, sir, how about just your social galaxy number? Oh, we'll be here all day. Answer the question, Mr. Jetson. Uh, one trillion, four billion... At Radio Schlock, we have questions. And you damn well better have the answers. Uh, is this for that free catalog? Oh, no, you've got to pay for that. And you came to the right place. It's Radio Schlock, all right? It's 1101 at 560 WQM. By the way, station. Oh, my God. Joseph Millian, a poor black bookkeeper in Haiti who reversed his fortunes to become the charismatic and revered leader of a Delray Beach church, was convicted on Tuesday of sexually molesting a young member of his congregation. A six-member jury... How else are you going to do it? What? How else are you going to do it? The jury found Millian not guilty of charges that he later developed a more involved sexual relationship with a girl... Millian, who remains with the pastor of the Full Assembly of Church of God and leader of its 300-member congregation, faces as many as 12 years in prison. Dozens of members of the congregation crowded into the West Palm Beach courtroom on between the courtroom benches. Many of Millian's supporters, who consider him something of a cultural guru, wept openly after the verdict. One woman collapsed in her husband's arms when Palm Beach County Circuit Judge Howard C. Berman ordered Millian back into custody and fondled them shortly after they arrived from Haiti. Two of the women say they later developed full sexual relations with Million, but did not question him because of his stature in the community. Some of the alleged abuse took place more than a decade ago, so because of statutes of limitation, he was fatally flawed because Million confessed to police that he had fondled the girl. Oh, oh Father, that's good. Here we go again. So at least this time it was with girls. There you go. That's a breath of fresh air, a little bit of a change. Got to check out and see if you're a virgin, sweetheart. Come on. Let me just stick my probe in there and see what we find. Just probing for the truth. Here's Pompano Beach. Hello. Uh, you know who this is, Go Leafs Go? Yeah. I just wanted to comment on a couple of things. First of all, I go to Gainesville every year, not for a football game, and I'll get back to that in a minute. Yeah. Gainesville's a beautiful town. It's really? It's low rolling hills. It's got a lot of Victorian homes that are just, you know, some of Hockey transcends all of this other crap as far as I'm concerned. Okay, when I first came down here 22 years ago, I used to go out on my balcony and tune in Dan Kelly on KMOX right. in Lewis so I could hear a hockey game. And Channel 2 would televise the game when they were fundraising, and they did more fundraising than they did televising of the game. Now, here's a bombshell. The number one event in the city of Gainesville every year is not a football game. It's the Gator National Drag Races held in March. It brings in more money. Oh, my God. All the Gator football games combined. They what have do drag you think queens in March in Gainesville? Every year in March. Yeah, they're dragging it? Yep. And they're racing, too. And it, like I said, it brings in more money than all the football games combined. Yeah. How about that? So, in other words, it's a great place. Absolutely. As compared to here. But then oh, yeah. what is it? Real houses, Neil. Yeah. Real houses. Not all this concrete, stock, and stucco. The houses actually look like houses. Ain't no Toronto, though, I'll guarantee you that. No, it ain't no Toronto, but no. it is a nice town. Have a good one. Okay, and God bless you, sir. Go East, go. 
Okay, there you go. We're getting a few reports on games. I, I'm going to tell you, I sat here that first 20 or 25 minutes, which seemed like an eternity to me. And I realize we've gone through a uh, rough, what is it, about the last six months on this radio station? But, I mean, this was just unbelievable. Just incredible. And it was like that skit on SCTV where the guy's sitting there doing a show and he's de they can't make the phone ring for love or money. And finally, after he starts screaming and swearing and carrying on and let's kill all your children, and the phone finally rings and, oh, wrong number. And that's what I felt like here this morning. Because we're being dicked here with a goddamn bunch of uh, cheap crap that they got at uh, Woolworths or somewhere. At Radio Schlock. And we're trying to make magic here for these people. And is there anybody here who, like, has any interest in this? No. Oh, well, they just all conveniently happen to be out again here today. Get that automatic pilot switch going because there ain't nobody here running the ship. Oh. Yeah, just a water Nazi. Here's a mobile in Fort Myers. Hello. Yes, sir. Hello? I'm here. Uh, yes, sir. I can barely hear you, though. Very briefly, very briefly. Uh, yesterday, uh, apparently, uh, on my suggestion, one of these uh, Colombian uh, hockey fans called in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Have a nice day, pal. This guy wants to call every single day and tell me about his death. See, uh, we don't play that game here, sir. We got just like the guy that called me yesterday who wanted to pick up where he was the day before and repeat the same whole conversation again about the uh, pot and whatever we were talking about. We don't play that game here, sir. I realize you're kind of desperate over there in Fort Myers. Just kiss the ground that you got this show on here, at least temporarily. But we're not going to have a running repartee. This is now his third attempt to call in here and get, and unload his uh, hostility and psychosis about Colombians. I hate to break the news to you, sir. I hope this doesn't burst your bubble. I like Colombians, okay? I'm not too big on the Medellin cartel, but anybody outside of that, which I think there might be ten people in the country you aren't, haven't joined yet, other than that, I like Colombians, okay? So you yahoos over there in Fort Myers, and I realize that not everybody who's listening, in fact, most people listen to the show don't fall in that category, but a few have spilled over who think that you can use this radio show to spew your generalized hatred and venom. Forget it. Go get your sheets out. Have a great time this weekend at the rally, and leave us alone over here, okay? And just kiss the ground that you're over there in Fort Myers. Otherwise, the Colombians would come and goddamn put your ass out of town on a rail. That's right. What a bunch of horse crap that is. Every day this guy feels compelled to call in like he's going to have a running debate. I'll tell you what, old buddy. Why not come on down here? You give us a date. You give us a date at high noon, and we'll get a whole bunch of our Colombian friends to meet you down here, and we'll have a seminar at the Holiday Inn. And you can stand there and look them right in the puss, face to face. And you can tell them that they're all a bunch of subhuman, no good, thieving, scumbag, or whatever the hell you said. And then see what the response is, okay? And maybe you might learn something. Maybe you might be able to iron out your differences. Oh. Eight minutes after 11 at 5, 6. Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, oh. Neil God. 560 WQM. Here's an interesting fact, which I think may have some truth in it. It says, your phone lines remain in trouble, so I resorted to the facts. The interest with the Florida Gators is nothing but the contrived controversy the morning team comes up with to stimulate calls. And since we have a great number of overgrown children running around with their college banners stuck to their asses, those are the callers they get on the line. An effort, I guess, to impress the audience with the popularity of the show, ten question marks. And he goes on to say, I'm not a hockey expert by any stretch of the imagination, but what the new coach of the Panthers has done with Mr. Whitney is not only unacceptable, but tedious repetition of the crappy product we were given last year. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Okay, excellent job, sir. Excellent observation. And right on all counts. 
And again, I don't want to diddle with anybody else's show, but I can only speak as somebody who's like a captive audience here the last 20 minutes of that show when I'm getting ready to do this show, if we ever get the equipment working. And that is that hearing all these Gator people calling in and hearing that goddamn tape of that radio station up there over and over again is uh, ponderous at best. Now, am I the only, George and I, are we the only two people in this state, in this town, who don't care about the uh, Gators? Uh -huh. We've got to be. We're out of step, mister. You better get with it. I don't give a flying crap about the Gators, about the Seminoles, about the Hurricanes, or about the Spartans, to be honest with you. I saw a little bit of their pathetic performance against Minnesota Saturday, which they wound up blowing in the game in the last minute and a half. Minnesota scores ten points. And we wind up blowing a game. And I'm used to it. Did it did it change my life? No. It reminds me of a call I had this morning. I'm coming to work, and some kid calls. He's reading a prepared speech about the Dolphins, congratulating them on their win on Sunday, and bada beep, bada boom. And then he talks about the Buffalo. He's reading it. He's got it written out longhand. And he talks about all the sleepless nights we've had in the past over Andre Reed and uh, this one and Bruce Smith. And I'm thinking to myself... I know it's been a great rivalry for a long time until the Bills' fortunes turned south, but, I mean, is there anybody in this town that had sleepless nights about the Dolphins playing the Buffalo Bills? No. I mean, did you ever have any sleepless nights over it? <laughs> Unless maybe you were making a big bet. I can understand having sleepless nights if you're making, you know, a, a compulsive gambler like Defoe or some of the other people we got on this station. But a sleepless night, and this was some kid who I don't think is making any bets on the game, not yet. Sleepless nights. Over Bruce Smith and Andre Reed and uh, Jim Kelly, who's long gone, and all those other Goyam. Wow, and Thurman Thomas. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I feel all day, huh? Yes? No, all day? Well, this is morning. Yeah. I, I went to Gainesville last week, and I went to school there for five and a half years. Yes, sir. And uh, you have some older people calling in. They're kind of missing the point behind Gainesville. Okay, what is the point behind Gainesville? I spent five and a half years there. I still go a couple times a year. It's because of the drug scene, Neil. Yeah. Can't uh, beat a, that gator meat. Well, it's not any different than any other city or town. Uh, there's a lot of hillbillies, a lot of money to go there. Well, why don't there. these people who call in on the morning show, why don't they admit that instead of talking about Steve Spanish well, who's on the team and who's going to catch the most passes and who's got the biggest lineman and all this other tedious crap? Why don't they talk about the good stuff? Well, maybe they wait 40, Neil. Maybe when they discover be. Viagra in Gainesville, man, maybe these uh, guys might get a life. And they have the best all-night rave club in the country, in Gainesville. Yeah. Pretty good news. There's our first honest call of the year, and it's already the end of October. We have an open line in Broward, Dade County, because the phone is still all screwed Nothing. up and will be what? I keep checking them. Nothing. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I don't want to say those are the Dade lines, because that's another thing with this system. Some of them come in on those last three lines. Who knows where the phones are coming in here? I'm sitting here screaming and carrying on like a maniac, and uh, the phone system's a piece of crap anyway. So what's the point? Five six seven oh five six. It'll just keep uh, you know going up and down. <laughs> just keep punching it, and the phone lines too, and see if there's anybody. Button, button. Who's got the button, baby? This is unbelievable. I've done talk shows under bizarre circumstances before in my life, but never in my life with one where we're playing hide and seek today with a phone. Just beautiful. Nice going, Greg. Here's a mobile in Margate. Hello. Hey, what's up, Neil? Yes, sir. Uh, real briefly, uh, I want to just say I agree with everything you say about religion. Speak in tongues. Grab a hold of that wicked snake like they do on Kenneth's Frequency and twist it and yank it. And the snake, too.
5670560. I have no idea what we got and what we don't have because uh, I do know what we do have, and that's a crappy phone system that's been crappy since the day we said. Who makes this thing? Gentner? Whoever the hell Gentner is, I wish you had a, a, like a bad bowel movement, okay? I hope you wind up with a bruised goddamn Reckon. like I had there for a few days. Not only does their phone system suck, yeah. their call screening software sucks, but it's designed by someone who never produced a show. Yeah. And when you try to talk to them about it, they don't want to hear from it. Yeah, we tried to get some modifications. But I'll bet you it sure was cheap compared to whatever attitude. we used on a real oh, yeah. radio station. No question. You know, you can knock IOD all you want, but I'll tell you one thing, okay? And we had some stuff over there, like those old cart machines. You know, we had some stuff that wasn't maybe the best. But generally speaking, Mitch Ween over there, and then even, uh, what's his name? Roy! At Paxson who was a hard ass, but nevertheless, they spent just untold amounts of money to bring in the best goddamn equipment, the most state-of-the-art stuff that money could buy. Unfortunately, just like over there at Whammy, they had a bunch of engineers who didn't know how to make it work right with their digital stuff at the uh, TV station, but nevertheless, they spared no expense in bringing us in the state-of-the-art to try at least to give us the opportunity to compete to be a real goddamn radio station on AM, which ain't easy, baby. But this joint over here, and I'm going to tell you, you Beasley people over there in Naples, you're a disgrace. You're not broadcasters, you're schlockmeisters. Schlockmeisters. If this audience could have seen what we went through those last days of December before we finally got on the air, coming in here day after day after day and being told, well, this part, and, and the stuff was coming in here piecemeal. Because we sure weren't going to spend that money to buy new stuff, were we? No. Oh, no. We had to get the computer over here, the DCS that plays all of this neat uh, stuff like like that. We had to get this from uh, Philadelphia from some of their other uh, bum fork station up there. And it came in pieces. One carton one day, another carton. And, of course, uh, poor George Corso was working 24 hours a day trying to put it together with scotch tape. And then, of course, this, this beat-up old cart deck that they probably kicked out of one of those, maybe even a Fort Myers station said, here, we don't want this thing in the building anymore. That also came in a box. Like I said, this was like a Tinker Toy studio, a Tinker Toy radio station. We're sitting here with like a 10 or 11 share in men in this market on a make-believe goddamn radio station. Getting postcards saying, hey, Greg Reed, get Neil off. We want sports on here 24 hours a day. How do you like that? <laughs> so you can go back to your two shares. Or maybe your one shares, like when you had when Christine was on here in the midday. And even when I was off the air for seven months, did they still have a number here in midday? No. No, they did not. So just so we can satisfy some of these overgrown children. And like I said, you listen to the conversation. You try to talk about any sport in this town. There are no people in this town who can discuss sports intelligently. Maybe like 1% of the people here. And then most of those are people who are fans of other teams because they're sure as hell not from here. Stevie Weiserman, that guy yesterday, that wiser guy yesterday with Stevie Weiserman. Yeah, another hockey expert. But college football, now we're talking, baby, because they got, and we found out why, they got the good weed up there in Gainesville. At least we finally had somebody who straightened it out for us. Only took us an hour and 20 minutes, yeah, we finally got to the bottom of it. Get the seeds out of it. Here's Fort Myers. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You tell them about Beasley. They got all the money down there in Naples, and they, they remodeled 770 over here, you Did know. Did they really? Yeah, so that's about the time that uh, you came on. Yeah. So well, I hope did. the signal is loud and clear over there, and that everybody over on the West Coast hears me saying that the Beasleys are a cheap bunch of bastards who look like they came out of a Dempsey uh, dumpster. Well, they, is what they look like. They're giving up good talk radio over here, and uh, they're putting on uh, another uh, shock jock in the morning uh, with, with old Joe. Uh, 
and uh, so we'll see what happens here. I wanted to talk to you about Gainesville. Yeah. Um, what do you want to know about it? Anything you want to tell me, pal. I've never well, been there. Well, I want to find out what the big attraction besides all the guys get laid twice a day and the weed is good. But other than that, well, it's right uh, uh, about the weed. When you when yeah. you go across Payne's Prairie, it, it turns blue over yeah, there. All right. And and uh, Sensimilia uh, was, was really good. They got the homegrown. Yeah. You know, with the little with the little red uh, hairs coming out of it. Yeah. Like little red hair is coming out of it. Yeah. Little red pubic hair is coming out of it, yeah. But I wouldn't know about that stuff. I haven't smoked that for a long time. Yeah, we believe you. I know but, you got to watch your ass in Fort Myers. I understand. always was good when it was there, but it's a nice town. It's uh, they got hills. Yeah. Um, well, they got a lot of big open spaces to grow all that good stuff out in. That's the good part. The country, we don't have that down here. Well, you go towards Waldo, you know, outside of town, up towards Stark. Yeah. By by um, by Rayford, Rayford there, yeah. Yeah, Rayford, you know. And uh, so you got some real country out in that See, that's area. one good thing that uh, Gainesville's close to Stark, so that when they take most of those Gator criminals or players away, they can, you know, don't have far to go. Is that what's been happening? They, oh, that yeah. We, they, don't, they don't talk too much about it, you know, but they take a lot of those big guys away, middle of the night. Well... Um, I I wish that uh, we could get some good talk radio over here. I, I I'd rather just have no mojo. <laughs> yeah. And and, uh, and leave Gene Roberts on here, but I don't know. Beasley don't want to listen. Yeah. Well, we keep saying that on our morning show here too. No mojo, but they won't listen to us. Okay, pal. Have, have a great a good... day. And hide the good stuff because there's a little knock at your door right now. Okay, we have an open line in Broward and a couple in Dade. Maybe, maybe not. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. We got the old broken-down Beasley crap here today, baby. The best crap that oh. money can buy. Because believe me, no matter which, whether it's Bruce Beasley or the other guys, their middle name is crap. Make no mistake about that. That's what they specialize in. 24 hours a day, round the clock. Crap. Because last time I heard crap. is real cheap. You can get it by the pound right in your backyard. 25, I was so mellow, it was just, it was frightening. And then I went through that first 20 minutes here of screaming and carrying on and wondering if I was losing my mind and not seeing one light on the board light up. And then, I, can you imagine what would have happened if I wouldn't have gone up and down the thing there and checked those lines? I'd be in a goddamn rubber room by now. I'd be in a goddamn straitjacket in a rubber room. And my good friend Larry Mixon over there at Bell South, Southern Bell, whatever you're calling yourself this week, how many years have I gone through this with you, mister? With your crappy phone operation and your phone system and sending the tones down here and your goddamn linemen who are uh, playing games and uh, fast and loose with whatever's going on here in terms of this make-believe phone system. You're not fooling me, Larry. This horse crap has been going on for 150 years with me here. 25 after 11 at 5 o'clock. The booster at 6. We got the Panthers and the Detroit Red Wings. Oh! 7 o'clock pregame. 7 pick up those tickets. Panther pack. 500 of those and 500 more. Let's pack that place tonight, and if Terry Murray diddles around the way I think he's going to diddle around, then we'll start booing his ass. Behind you, Terry. I'm just a few rows behind you, Terry. Get a brain, Terry. That's right. I'm going to have old laryngitis tomorrow morning. 5670560. Let me uh, get him. Let me try him. 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. We We're operating play... with... What? We can play call or no call. Call or no call. That's good. Rick and Suns were like that. No call on one. No call on two. No call on three, I predict. No call on three. Okay, there you go. Well, it's a 50-50 chance. It's like flipping your thing, flipping your loin. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line in Dade County, maybe, we think. And if you call and it rings and rings, uh, too bad. Here's a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. 
What were you talking about Bruce Smith for? Meaning what? I don't know. I missed you. You were talking about... Well, then uh, open up your ears, okay? This guy's called me. What was I talking about him for? Because he's an asshole, pal, just like you are. He's a big, fat asshole from Buffalo, wherever he's from. Open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. And all three in date, I think. Hello? QAM? Hello? Yes, sir. Why are you screening? What is it? Why are you screening? What do you mean, why am I screening? Yeah. Oh, is this one of the little Julios, one of our little boyfriends? <laughs> yeah, blow it out your ass. That's what we got. Why aren't we screening, he wants to know. Oh, he's operating his own little show over there in his house. And, of course, he had to run his boyfriend is there panting on the bed. And this guy, you notice how he had to put the instrument down and run to the phone? Who the hell are you kidding, sweetheart, Julio? Tell you one thing, he ain't no Colombian. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, your material and your sound bites are very steel. They're very what? Steel. You need steel. some new material, steel? Neil. Then why are you listening? I monitor you. you oh, you're another one that monitors. It's the same asshole from Boca again who pretends to be in Fort Lauderdale. Over and over and over again. He's monitoring. He not only is monitoring because he hates me in the show, but he's also, but at least while he has to monitor, he'd like to hear some fresh new material is what he says. Okay, one call left on the board here. Mobile in Deerfield Beach, and then we can go to the music, like I said. Hello. Hey, Neil. What's going on? Not I too much, there. pal. Another nightmarish day for a I, for measly greed broadcasting. I'll tell you, these phones are really screwed up. I was calling for Bo Griffiths, but uh, I guess I got you. Yeah, so, I believe uh, it. <laughs> Listen, Psychic uh, hotline. I went to a UF for about five and a half years. F U, yeah. I can give you the real scoop on okay. the UF. Well, first off, I mean, let let's get to the point of what you really want to know. Make your life enjoyable in Gainesville. What you might want to go there for. The gay population there is thriving. Really? I mean, oh yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of fags in Gainesville. But you know, I mean, it's real liberal town. There's no fags in Gainesville. Um, but uh, in the summer, though, it sucks. Absolutely horrible. It's yeah. A big overgrown hick town. That's all it is. Uh huh. You know, but uh, it's a great town. I mean, I was there like I said for five and a half years. Although if I uh, if I would have had to do it all over again, I would have went to FSU. And the only reason that is, uh, you know, if you're a swinging Richard, uh, uh, I mean, there are too many swinging Richards in Gainesville. All right. I mean, really? Put it that way. Oh huh. so, yeah. I mean, if you're a hot girl in Gainesville, you got it made. You know. I mean, so anyway. That's really it. Okay, glad you had a great time, pal. Bottoms up. Okay, there's the lowdown. It's just a party place where people get drunk, they get laid, they got the good weed, they got green stuff, blue stuff, yellow stuff, stuff of undetermined origin, and that's it. And all these assholes calling on a morning show, talking about the uh, big Schwarz is going to go out and catch the pass. Nobody cares about that. So we're going to quit putting on an act. Okay, we cleaned the board out, thank God. 5670560, Palm 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Lots of response to that John Grogan column that I read. Stalls were many glory holes. Really? Filled with concrete. Yeah. On a, a sign on the wall by the Volusia County people up there, the drilling of holes in, on these premises is unlawful and violators will be prosecuted. Guess they don't like those glory holes up there, Neil. Yeah, in fact, last time I was up there, there was a big sign that said... You're looking for glory holes. Yeah. Well, they're looking for them. That's it, Neil. Love okay, thanks show. for the good news. That's what they're doing up there in Volusia County, baby. That's right. Oh! I guess the goat got tired. He got wore out. Two open lines a day, five, six, seven. So if you're black or Hispanic, my suggestion is to you, you probably shouldn't be in Florida in the first place unless you're like in Dade County. But nevertheless, 
because they'll come and get your ass. But don't be driving through Volusia County, especially if you got more than 50 cents. If you got some spare change, and don't be feeling the change either. Don't be reaching in your pocket feeling the change, or you're going straight to goddamn jail. Also, don't have a dead county tag. Oh, God. Dead giveaway. Here's uh, Mobile in Boca. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm Great. a Colombian down here in South Florida. A Colombian? Yes, sir. Holy crap. I'll tell you what, I heard a, a gentleman about two or three days ago, you played a skit saying that we were the most despicable people on earth. He was in it, that's the same guy that called the 20 minutes ago trying to get on again to say the same crap from Fort Myers. I'll tell Myers. you what, I'm sure he's, he's... By the way, he's not a gentleman, he's an asshole. Right. Yeah, I'm sure he's never been to our country, and if he was, if there, he ever did go, I'm sure oh, no, he claims he spent. He claims he spent 10 years there, probably behind bars. I, 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 yeah, probably. But you know what, the drug trade, we... Most people over there don't use it. It's the the man here in the United States that people, you know, they want it, so we we supply it. So there what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. And You're I, enterprising I'm business. You. So girls. There you go. Or even one. There, there you go, Neil. That's We're, all I have right now. Okay, pal. Hasta que me Okay. We have an open line at Broward 2 and Denver 7. I'm going to get that Panther song out again today. Anybody want to hear that? No. <laughs> oh. I'm going to spend a couple more hours on Terry Murray, man. Not... Now, what just happened there? What was that? I just, I looked off to the side here for like a half a second. Half a second. I just counted it by actual count. So that was them just hanging out. All at the same time. Two of them. Everybody at the same time. Is that what you just told oh, me? Well, there's nobody in Jade. There has not been. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello, our last call of the year. Hello. Oh, I hope I'm a good last call of the year. Better be. But... Take all the time you want, pal. Thank you. I appreciate this is that. A, every day here is another day from hell in this place. You can't just come in here and do a goddamn regular radio show. Every day in here is another major song and a dance. I feel your pain. Believe me. Neil, uh, with the Red Wings being in town, I think there should be one lesson to the great people of South Florida, and that is that the way that the Red Wings began. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, The day he made that deal and brought in Bob Essence of the human sieve to play goal, they said, hey, uh, Brian, by the way, get out of here. You're gone. You're out. That's right. And that's, uh, you see, they won't figure it out here because, first of all, you've got a problem is you have an owner of the team. All he's going to do in the meantime, 10 games, he doesn't have a crap anymore. And if you expect the fans here to give a crap, I mean, uh, they'll let me sit here and rant and rave and make up a bunch of no BM buttons and uh, jump on the bandwagon for that. But there's no uh, concern. There's no interest. They don't even know who the hell's playing anymore. Correct. It is an absolute fashion show. So I got my Maple Leaf stuff on. I'm dolled there up. There you go. Okay. And they beat your ass twice. Okay, we have an open line today that well, you know, may ring, it may not ring. We might pick it up, we might not, but it's like telephone roulette today, okay? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. What a deal. And by the way, don't forget uh, this Saturday, noon to 2. I keep forgetting all about these we have here. Just a little bit over and above and beyond. If you want to, and also even a Rick and Suds, they got a few of those. Left. And also the old the Best of Neil stuff from you can order right there on the uh, Internet. At Neil Rogers, to be at Ben and Jerry's in Aventura, noon to two. In Aventura, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Last night, Channel 51 showed El the Exorcist in Espanol. All right. And it was a hoot. Okay. Uh, do you remember the do you remember the scene where Father Marin and and Father Karras first go in to talk to uh, Reagan? Yeah. And he uh, he starts screaming and everything at him. He calls him into Spanish. And he sure. Calls him a maricon. Well, she was multilingual. Maricon, 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 right? He, he goes, Padre Marin, Maricon. To Mama, Mama, in uh, yeah, hey, right, in Hades, right. And uh, also, uh, the power Lots of, of Mamas going on in there. 
the power of Christ compels you. Yeah. In Espanol, it's el poder de Cristo te obliga. All right. <laughs> Great. There you go. Why don't you do this to me? Exactly. There you go. Okay, have a great day, pal. May the Spirit of Christ compel you to do something good. We have an open line in uh, Broward. Well, let's just check that out, okay? Line one, there you go. Dial tone on one. Dial tone on three. See, we have to keep checking these out because they don't ring and they don't light up and they don't do anything. And our phone system is totally broken down. But at least one good thing, the people in date are consistent. We don't have to check those too much because they're not ringing anyway. Let's try uh, Coral Springs. Hello? Coral Springs. Hey, Neil, how you doing? This drug epidemic is out of control again in South Florida, and there's uh, a little more to that airport stuff than you're allowing your listeners to hear. That I'm allowing them to hear? What does that mean? Uh, there's only, you know, the kilo, kilo of cocaine in South Florida now is cheaper than it's, than it's been in about 25 years. There's more drugs coming through here. And when they're doing those profiles... Wait, 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 but your step one was in Houston, Texas, February 27, 1991. It's got the name of the individual. It's got the name of the judge who made the ruling on it. It's got all the details. It is true. It sure, is true. Anytime, People are anytime having their... you're, Anytime you're at an international airport, they have a right to search you no matter what. And, you know, that's part of the obligation of flying. And, and, and they have a right to take any money you have on you and tell you that you're a drug dealer and not even give you a receipt? They, they do give you a receipt. If they didn't, that'd be corruption. If they didn't give a receipt, there's a reason for that. Wait, wait, what would the reason be, sir? Probably because they've identified that person as a drug trafficker, and he actually is going to owe people money. If they don't give him a receipt, well, sir, let me say well, sir, did, did, did you did you just want to make a lot of noise, or did you hear the article I read? I spent you know a couple of minutes no, reading did, it. I did hear the thing, and you know what? You know, sometimes I, I got to respect your honesty, but sometimes you just only cover half of uh, half of the issue. And what I'd like to do is I'd like to inform you a little bit. If they didn't give him a receipt. It's obvious that they wanted him to go through, and he had to answer to somebody because it was drug money. Sir, let me say it to you again. There were no drugs found. They didn't even arrest him, okay, but they kept the money. Let me say it again. They kept the money. When the officer, he asked them for a receipt, they handed him a receipt for an undetermined amount of U.S. currency, not even an amount of money. It took him two years to go to court and get his money back. Neil, there, were, there were no drugs, there was no arrest, and there was no conviction. Neil, and you can keep you're, saying, you're Neil, Neil, yourself. Neil, 50,000 times. This goes on all the time. Neil, you're an intelligent guy. First of all, these things are impossible from the carry $9,000 worth of narcotics on them. Number two, you know... Well, it, was know it was impossible for what? In the carry $9,000 worth of narcotics so, on So them. where was it? Neil, that isn't the way they transport money. Where right was there. the narcotics? Sir, where was the narcotics? He either delivered it or he was on his way to pick it up. Oh, so in other words, you, so in other words, you, we have psychic DEA people now. We know this for a fact. That if I get on a plane and I'm flying home from... You didn't hear the click? No, I didn't, because I was talking too loud, thank God. He hung up, because he's got no balls, and he's another one of those lying pieces of crap turd. Uh, porkers is what he is. Another porker who will defend anything that the law enforcement people do in this country. And, and you know, that was only one page I read out of this book. There are hundreds of pages t uh, telling about s similar stories and worse. Oh, but we just made it up. You're, you know, you're a bright guy, but you're only telling half of the story. I'm telling you the whole goddamn story, sir. The DEA ought to be disbanded today. They ought to disband the whole goddamn DEA because all of this is a big, gigantic waste of taxpayer time and money. And they use the news media. Oh, we made this big bust today, and we did it. Yeah, whoopee-doo. You're really doing a hell of a job.
hassling the hell out of people, and especially minorities, because we know that any minority member has got a lot of cash on him. He is a drug dealer. Don't ask any questions. Don't give him a receipt. Just bust his ass, bust his chops, hassle the hell out of him, just like blacks and Hispanics driving through Volusia County, which we know there's no rednecks, no bigots up there, just like that guy over there in Fort Myers. And the Colombians are the worst. Uh, I mean, how in God's name can anybody get on the air, can go anywhere and make, and make statements like that? The fill-in-the-blank, the are the biggest scumbags, the worst bunch of dreck, the worst, you know, whatever. So thank God we don't live in the Deep South with a bunch of bigots. Four minutes till noon. Listen, anything I said and was so cowardly that he just hung up and disappeared. Again, this is from the book Lost Rights, James Bovard, The Destruction of American Liberty, which you all damn well ought to be reading. Once upon a time, pal, we all have to goose step and see it your way because you want us to live in a goddamn police state, and some of us just aren't going to be quite obedient enough to satisfy you. Here's Plantation. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Monday, I was listening to you uh, talk about a book, something about God, and you said you can't find it. I went out on the web. I couldn't find it. Where do you find this book? A book about God? You mean uh, yeah, farewell, farewell to God? Farewell. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Have to buy it from uh, Canada. Uh huh. Why can't it be like that here? What is it? Why can't it be like that here? Because this is a repressed, constipated country, sir. That's why it can't be like that here. Because we got a bunch of sanctimonious hypocrites. That's well, why. Well, you're people smoking pot like nothing. Yeah. I'm like, geez, it's a heaven. Okay. Glad, glad you had a good time, sir. We have an open line of day. Five six seven oh five sixty. Tom five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's Boynton Beach. Hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. How are you? I'm a young Julio. And uh, very interested in your topic. I uh, a couple years ago I had gone through the uh, DEA system. People they bust the more. I can't believe your phone lines aren't lit up. They are now. They are after that asshole call. They all lit up like a Hanukkah bush. I can't believe that guy. That guy has no clue. He's he's putting he's playing with people's lives. And he's got no proof on nothing. And I mean, I was. I'm, I'm sitting here reading to him right from this book, which I'm sure this guy didn't. You know, he researched this book very well. He didn't just make this stuff up. He's got names and dates and uh, the judge's name. And I'm reading to him, and it, well, uh, you know, he must have had. Uh, you know, he didn't have it on him. He didn't have. You know, we as we presume that you're guilty because you've got cash. There you go. Can Can you imagine? I was just saying to George during the break. Can you imagine getting off a plane in Vegas and having a bunch of DEA guys there with dog sniffing dogs checking to see if you have a lot of cash on you? Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Vegas wouldn't have anything to they do with that. They would put up with that for five seconds, right. man. They'd have those DEA people be sleeping with the fishes. They know who they're messing with in Vegas, believe right. me. But Vegas, uh, Neil, you're wonderful. You have a great show, and uh, I have a different outlook of life because you give me a lot of uh, aspirations, and uh, Neil's got go. See, the reason it's so great there is because it's not a police state. Do no harm. Let people live. That's all. We have all these self-fulfilling prophecies here in this country. The more drug uh, enforcement organizations we got, the more people, more drug addicts we have to have to keep them in business. The more things that you make illegal, the more agencies you have to have, the more billions of dollars you got to spend. Instead of taking care of things that really need to be taken care of, there, all these billions of dollars were wasted on this horse crap. And we got people starving to death and freezing to death in the wintertime on the streets of this country. And we're spending billions of dollars to fight the wicked weed because these people, like uh, we've said all this last couple of weeks that we've been talking about this, it's a big goddamn bureaucratic nightmare is what it is. And they have to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and more and more money because they have to justify their existence. Drug-sniffing dogs, baby, because you might have a joint on your ass. How do you like that? Oh, my God. Anybody ever have a joint near their... 
It's uh, eight minutes past noon at five, who turns out to be a wacko and full of crap from some scumbag. And we're just going to come in and seize your property. We're not even going to take the trouble to look and see if it's uh, for real. But we're just going to come in and do whatever the hell we want. And then you can go to court and spend all your hard-earned money and uh, work to get your property back, maybe if you're lucky. And let me say again, only because the Pittsburgh newspaper exposed the, uh, the fiasco, the scandal, they finally said, okay, well, you can have your property back, but you've got to sign off and uh, agree not to ever sue us. Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, I'm a, I'm a consummate caller here calling from Cape Coral. On the morning show from 8 to 10, my host tells me I talk too much and I'm too... Yeah, good, okay. We don't want chronic callers, okay? He's a consummate... As soon as he said I'm a consummate caller, little bells and buzzers were going off in my head. We don't do chronic callers over here, okay, sir? Just listen, because you obviously have nothing to say. He's the consummate caller. Chronic is what the word is, sir. Chronic pain in the ass. We don't need you. We don't want you. Go the hell away. I've been out of shape. We hurt his feelings. I feel really, really shitty. Okay, we apologize, Denise. Here. Hello? Uh, hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, I called up about that, uh, having money on you. Yes. I was at Calder when I had, uh, I, I hit a race for $7,000. Drug dealer? No. Yeah. <laughs> and... The security guards, you know, they got that 5% guys up there. Right. So they took me and these, uh, this 5% guy down. Yeah. That's right. I, they took me into the security office. And, and, and what I, happened? Uh, what they were trying to do, they were trying to say that this guy signed my ticket. for income tax. Don't even know the guy. I said, I had seven, $8,000 in my pocket. I just refused to let hey, well, him go. Wait a minute. You, say, you mean to say that they paid you in cash? Well, yeah. They, you know, you know when you hit a big trifecta? Yeah, they usually write you a check. They don't no, give you no, cash. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. sure they do. No, no. So what do you want? You were you were cheating the government for Christ's sake. Those guys call me and complaining. Like the five percent or you got to do that very. Uh, you got to know where to go and who to see, man. Well, Fat Rich will turn you on to who to see. We have an open line of date five six seven zero five sixty. You know what he's talking about is that when they take the money off instead of your thirty percent or whatever or twenty percent that they take off the top of the government. Here's a guy trying to cheat the goddamn government. Trace that call, by the way. Leave the poor old fart alone. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, First sir. time, long time. All I'm right. I'm not chronic. <laughs> well, you took the words out of my mouth before the break, and that's that caller after the break. But, you know, I'd like to say that, uh, um, you know, you're right. This is a jackbooted police state. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, like you said, these, these guys are just... Uh, you know, they're taking our money, they're taking our property, and people need to protect their assets, you know. Um, I, I want to know what the book is. I, I heard Lost Rights, but I didn't get the uh, author. James? The uh, legislature and in the executive branch, which is a violation of the Constitution, separation of powers. But people don't even realize that because they're not even taught civics in school anymore. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Anyway, I love you, buddy. Okay, pal. All right. Have a great day. We have an open line of date one and if you want to be in America, don't walk around with a lot of cash on you, okay? That's the message. And the darker your complexion is, the less cash you ought to be carrying around. Because we know there's no Schwarzers out there that I have more than like ten bucks. Right? Wouldn't you say that's about right? Let's pick a number. If you're black, in fact if you're real, real dark black, and you got more than like uh two, three dollars on it, well let's see. Now how much is it five dollars for the vagrancy law? What's the vagrancy law, George? How little do you have to have on you and they can arrest you for vagrant? Five bucks, I think? I don't know. Hasn't that changed? I thought it was under 20. No, no, no. Under 20? 20 bucks. How the hell did I ever make it through those years of KAT? Don't you remember my story about how the day that was on a Sunday and my uh, bank card wasn't working that day? 
and I was broke, and I wanted to go have lunch over there on the Alton Road. What the hell was the name of that place? Whatever it was. And I had no cash. And I put my car in the machine, and it wouldn't work. I thought, geez, I'm going to be fat. It's Young Kipper today. I didn't even know it. And I'm walking across the street, and I look on the, uh, by the curb, and there's like $6 bills sitting there on the uh, ground. Of course, that's back in 76, so $6.76. Bought me a nice meal and a big uh, banana split. Yeah. And I said, all right. There you go. It's America. They paved the streets with money. We have an open line of date one. Have decriminalized pot in Florida. That's what I always say. 1232 at 560 WQAM. We have an open line in Dave. 5670560, Pound 560 on a mobile one line. Hank Goldberg at Shula Steak 2 at 2 o'clock this afternoon. We got the booster at 6B. 
briefly because seven o'clock we got Panther pregame. Seven thirty, oh! Panthers and the Red Wings. Here's Boca. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I've been uh, listening to you for years and um, never called in, but the irony of what just happened uh, made me pick up the phone. I'm driving home from lunch, for lunch, uh, to Boca. I'm a 45-year-old businessman with a, with a suit and tie on. Yeah. Right, right when you're, you're talking about the loss of rights, I pull right into a Broward County Sheriff's checkpoint with radio on. I flip the radio off. I look over to my right, and there's a couple of teenagers with shaved heads and ponytails and, and Camaros and Firebirds, et cetera, right. getting shaken down by the cops. I come pulling up to the checkpoint, go right on through. Right. I've been 45 years old. I've been smoking pot for 25 years. I'm doing all right for myself, but the need for rules at the same time. Right. It's brutal. And, and you're the voice of truth, and I appreciate it. Okay, pal. Doing a good job. Thanks a lot. Thanks. That's right. If you're young, if you got long hair, if you look a little on the hippiest side, if you're black, if you're Hispanic, if you're a fag, if you're whatever, whatever the hell you are, the government is just waiting to pull you over and hassle your ass, and we're paying big, fat tax money to these assholes so they can protect us. So they can keep us safe. Who the hell's going to keep us safe from them? That's the goddamn question. Seizing people's property, shaking people down, shaking down minorities. Oh, yeah, illegal road checks out there in Iowa. Who gives them the right to do these uh, the road checks? What, what is that all about? It's like something you expect to see in a banana boat country, in a 10th world country. Oh, well, we're just doing spot checks here to see who's naughty and nice. What if you're late for work? What if you're how, on how about doing some spot checks to see who's got... See, this is a state where we have no auto inspection, by the way, which I've been screaming about for years, and we'll never get it back. We got the thing where they stick that, uh, you know, the tube up your... Rectum. And they can shake you down for ten bucks, as if they really care about emissions. They're more, they're more concerned about other... Squirt, squirt. Emissions is what they're really concerned about, but nevertheless... Auto inspection, people with bald tires, with no headlights, with no brakes, their little brown coupe. Does anybody care about that? No. no. They don't give a crap about that. That's not what they're looking for. They're looking for something to really stick it to you for, baby. So they can... So why don't we just build a prison on every street corner? We can put all the goddamn drug criminals out there, the drug abusers, into jail for like the rest of their lives and throw the key away. Everybody who ever smoked a joint, everybody who ever had a, a goddamn uh, joint in their possession, everybody who ever had a goddamn roach in their ashtray, anybody that ever knew somebody that, you know. And, of course, if you ever inhaled, for Christ's sake, Oy. that's an uh, electric chair right away. We're talking about a government of lunatic fascist maniacs, and that's why every time I pick up my paper in the morning, over here going to vote for, and I want to throw up. I want to puke. And, 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 of course, leave it to the Herald. Who do you think they endorsed? Who do you think the Herald endorsed last Sunday? How many guesses do you need? Begin, who's with a B? And I read the whole convoluted argument, and it says in there toward the end of their editorial endorsement, it says, even though philosophically on most of the issues we agree more with Buddy McKay, <clears throat> in spite of that, we think that Jeb Bush has got the uh, foresight and the vision to lead us into a new uh, state of fascism, or whatever it said. How do you like that? In other words, what they're saying is that if we know what's good for us, as we continue pandering to a certain constituency in this town, we damn well better endorse Jeb Bush. That's what they said. Because if you read it in the Herald, you know beyond a shadow of a doubt, it's what's good for the Herald. 
<clears throat> whether it's about politics, whether it's about casino gambling, whatever it's about, whether it's about building that arena they're building down there, right down by the Herald property there with uh, Mickey Harrison and, uh, and company. If it's good for the Herald, then they'll give you all the propaganda that you can suck down. <clears throat> Here's Pompano. Hello. Pompano. Hey, what's going on, Neil? Yes, sir. All right, I got a story out of D.C. for you. I can barely hear you. Um, I got a story out of D.C. for you. Uh, yeah. Um, six months ago, they pulled over a car, nice Benz, um, driving through one of the rougher neighborhoods. Yeah. Tinted windows, they don't know who's inside. They figure they um, got a drug dealer or something. Yeah. Pulled the guy out of the car, it's Rod Strickman. Point guard for the Wizards. Yeah. I mean, they, they stick him with a DUI or something, never follow up on it. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> okay, pal, thanks for the good news. What do you say? He said something about the old Washington bullets who had to change their name. We have an open line of dead stuff in these cigars, I'll tell you that. Woo! Heavy duty. Yeah, somebody has uh, tainted our uh, cigars. Here's a call from Naples. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. I'd like to comment from a physician's point of view regarding prohibition, which you so accurately described. Yes. A pharmacist turned me in for prescribing opioid or um, narcotics. And the Florida Board of Medicine ran me all over the state to see a psychiatrist, to see a chemical dependency. And after a convoluted, extremely expensive experience, the Board of Medicine found nothing, and I was exonerated. But it was a very awful experience. And uh, what it yields is that patients are unable to get treated by physicians. Right. So with prohibition, people are going to have to know that they're responsible for We need more people like you. That's my comment. Thank a you, sir. Amen. Thank you so much. Okay. There's Dr. Jack. I mean, a doctor in Naples. Yeah, that's another thing. You can't even off yourself without the government sticking their nose in there. Dr. Jack, he's trying to help these damn people who want to die in peace and uh, they're, they're terminally ill. Government's got to stick their nose in there. You can't do that. Because we got a bunch of people who are right-to-life people. Unless you're a doctor. Who commits, uh, performs abortions. We have two open lines in date. 5 a.m. Beware of exploding balls. It was a cold. Anybody know how Napoleon Trumpin be doing these days? Anybody know? Huh? Come on, we want the goddamn answer. Inquiring mind. No. We want to know. 16 till 1 at 560 WQM. We have two open lines. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? I'd like to talk about this supposed drug war for a minute. Yes. I... Oh, my God. You're getting a little bit revolutionary there now, sir. Education? Yeah. Informing the public about the uh, realities of what this is all about, teaching our kids about drugs, Absolutely. honestly and openly? Absolutely. You know what? A... It's just it's ludicrous in, in the long run. Dramatic. And, and, and not only that, we'll be able to keep these... these Again, the, av the average time that a murderer spends in prison in this country is nine years. We have people serving, three people serving life sentences without eligibility for parole in this country because they were growing too many plants in their backyard. It's just unbelievable. And one, one more thing, you know, I'm, I'm a musician. I was out last night at this bar and cop cars come up. They shine the lights in my car. Yeah. You know, they see, you know, I have a little bit, my hair's a little long, so with my friend. I have all these and, guitars. And a musician, don't forget. Yeah. They probably uh, sense that. Oh, you know, they went through my whole car, took out the, the, my bags and stuff that I have my equipment in, went through that, went through everything in my car. Right. You know, and then and, and, uh, they have nothing to do out there. They're, like, bored. And, it's and like, what did they find? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely, positively, nothing. The big... Oh! Unbelievable. Thank hey, you. Neil, thanks news. a lot. Man. Okay, pal.
Yeah, he's got long hair. He's a musician, which I'm sure they must have sensed that. They got that sixth sense, that sixth sense. A police effing state, baby. Make no mistake about it. You're in it. Two open lines. Here's a lady mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Lady Mobile. Hello. Yes, Hello there. Um, I'm a first-time caller from Connecticut, and um, I've been enjoying listening to you. I, I agree with a lot of your points. Um, I kind of have a hard time listening to you because you do take God's name in vain a lot, which kind of bums me out a little bit. Why but, is hey, that? we have freedom of speech. We have freedom of speech in this country. So, well, just because I personally am a Christian, I don't take God's name in vain, and I do think that he well, doesn't like us. You're, you're but, entitled to believe whatever well, fairy tale right, you like. You're entitled to say whatever you like. Right. But I do like, you know, listening to you. It does make it a little hard. But anyway, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about some restaurants you were talking about. Uh, one Mexican restaurant has a two and date five six. Go back to Connecticut, lady. Okay, before it's too goddamn late. Oh, sorry. What well, what is she talking about? Prickly pears, you know. Yeah, I got a prickly pear for you, sweetheart. Two open lines a day, five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Absolutely unbelievable. Jesus, go back to Connecticut, okay? They can't even pronounce it right. They're either spelling it wrong or pronouncing it wrong. Can't be have it both ways. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. yes, sir. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't had a lot of boaters calling you. The Coast Guard is just as bad. I mean, you can have a nice leisurely sail off to the bim uh, Bimini or somewhere. Yeah. And you think you're going to... If you do it very many times, you're going to get boarded by the Coast Guard. And the reason is they're going to board a, a sailboat or something like that because they've got to have so many boardings in a month. Mm -hmm. And why well, would so In other words, they got a quota for that, too, which I'm sure they would deny, just like they denied they got a quota for writing tickets, which, of course, uh, we know they do. But why would they want to board a drug boat where they might get shot? Right. That, uh, my, that, friend that, that's boat, point. my friend said his boat torn up by them. He had the boat torn up? Well, tearing apart, pulling off panels and everything, going through looking for drugs. And, All right. And uh, he never has used drugs, never would. Yeah. And But they've gone out there, and his friends have had the same experience. I'm surprised you haven't had more boaters call in about Maybe this. Maybe we will. Well, I guess the message is stay inside. Lock the doors right. uh, real tight and stay inside. Thanks, Neil. Okay, pal. Just lock the, just like pretend we're having a hurricane. Pretend that big one that's down there in the Gulf. Pretend it's up here. Just shutter up the house, board up the doors, nail it shut from the inside, get a lot of your supplies, of course, first. That's a good idea. Or maybe just leave a little room under the door. They can slip the stuff. Have one of those doggy doors. And that's it. Because our government is busy looking to harass the hell out of you. I I'm telling you, I wish, I wish I had the time. I wish I had the hours. And I wish it weren't so boring to read stuff on the air, because it really is. I don't like reading on the air, and I've done a lot of it the last few days. But uh, this book is just amazing. Oh, I am? Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, hope I'm not being redundant, but a couple of things I've heard the last few days on your show. This poor guy that got busted for a roll of zigzag paper, I was livid when I heard that. Yeah. I but, you know, in, in Amsterdam, since I've been talking about that a lot, Many of the people, I, w I would even be willing to say, or whatever in the mood, but but they do roll their own cigarettes. Well, it has been done. They still roll their own cigarettes. Right. What right does the government have to assume? They may be right, but I mean, they still don't have proof that. Okay. In the 1930s, says this book by James Bovard, the Soviet regime rewarded young children who betrayed to the authorities words of criticism their parents had spoken about the great Stalin. As Robert Conquest noted in his classic history, The Great Terror, Stalin's Purge of the Thirties, Stalin's idea of a good young communist demanded the qualities of an enthusiastic young narc. 
Some critics allege that the public schools are now adopting some of Stalin's methods. Drug abuse uh, resistance education, DARE, is currently being taught by police officers to more than 5 million children. Police the names of people that children suspect are illegally using drugs. A mother and father in Caroline County, Maryland, were jailed for 30 days after their daughter informed a policeman providing a school anti-drug program that her parents had marijuana plants in her home. Oh! 1257 at 560 WQ. Everybody loves AM. The Neil Rogers Show. It's not just the one to two hour. It's a phenomenon. Ames Drive-By Shooting Range. That's right. Practice your shooting skills from the comfort of your own El Dorado. Targets are designed to simulate your turf rivals. Listen to one of our satisfied customers, Ice Coffee. Yo, I've used the services of Ames for only one time and increased my capping by 20%. You know what I'm saying? That's right, Ice. Watch your body count climb in just one short week at Ames. With a case of hollow point five grain rounds, you get one pass at the drive range free. Remember, we at Ames, Ames to please. 103 at 560 WQM. By the way, Johan, uh, your fax is great, which I will read uh, in a couple of minutes, but uh, one copy would have been enough, not 100. Speaking of uh, one copy, our friend over there, Julio in Dade County, evidently ran out of phone calls and is desperate to talk to the people in this audience. Desperate for an audience. 305-805-820. So anyway, Johan writes uh, this fax. He says, the problem is this country is that everything is demonized. Things as natural as nudity. For example, in Europe, you see nudity on TV all the time, which, yes, you do. If you're watching a bra commercial, you in Europe, you go to the beach, everybody is butt naked, and so what? The body is nothing to be ashamed of. The way kids are raised in Europe, by the time they get to be a teenager, they view the body as natural, and since they see it naked all the time, both on TV and at the beach, there's no demonization of it. They don't feel the need to hide it, look at porno magazines under the covers and movies, etc. And by the way, those things just mess up people's minds, he said, because of the way they degrade, etc., and so on. Also in Europe, the minute you're old enough to hold on to a glass, they serve you wine or beer. In countries, the police officers don't have guns. They only have a baton, and most of them ride a bike. And they get a lot of respect over there because they're not intimidating like over here, and they treat people well. And the crime rate in all of Europe put together is less than one big city in the U.S. today. Right on target, Johan. Oh! Well, one fax would have been enough, but thank you. Two open lines in Dade County, wireless line. Here's a West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Good show today, man. Yes, sir. You know, the uh, show on A&E, American Justice with Bill Curtis? Right. They did an expose on the stormtroopers seizing people's assets. Really? And they had, it was the highest, the best response they ever got from the viewers after that show. How do you like that? While they're doing the show, they're interviewing people. Who do you think is standing in front of the camera talking about it? The victims of the stormtroopers. Not the stormtroopers. They're all hiding their faces in shame going into their little castles. Right. And, uh... That was the highest response they ever got from one of their shows. Sure, because it goes on all the time, and these little people, they got nowhere to turn, and they have to spend their life savings to hire lawyers to try to defend them and get their property back or whatever it is that they took, and uh, it, it's a nightmare. That's the whole thing. The people have no resource, no recourse. Right. And the lawyers are definitely not going to try and do anything about it because they're making money. Because on they it. just come in and they make it up as they go along. And here's another thing. I mean, this is definitely something that happens. I'm a white guy driving a pickup truck. How often do you think I get hassled by the cops for driving down the turf like at Warp Factor 9? Never. Yeah. Never. Um, well, that's just it. Okay. All right, have a good day. I guess the message is lighten up. Yep, there okay, you go. Okay, pal, have All a right, great bye. day. All you dark-complected folks out there, including some of you uh, too-far-tanned Julios, you better lighten up a little bit. Get some Clorox. Bleach it out when in doubt. Because otherwise they're going to be stopping you and hassling your goddamn life. Two open lines in Dade County, 5670560. Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Tamarack. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. What's up to that? 
What can we do for you, pal? Hey, um, I went up to visit my son up in northern Florida, right, one time? Yeah. I come back, I get off the plane, I go down to the carousel, I go to use the payphone. I get off the payphone, I go walking away, two cops come up, show me their ID, they want to look into my bags. Yeah. I said, why are you looking in my bags? Well, you fit the image of carrying drugs. Huh. Nice, huh? Now, in, in what way did you fit the image? Because uh, I had long hair at the time, I had oh, a yeah. back and a ponytail. Oh, drug dealer, no question. Major, major. Yeah. So I tell them, I said, no, no way. They said, uh, they bring over one of their other superiors. Yeah. He asks if he can look in it. Mm -hmm. I said, no, if I'm not going to let these two, why should I let you? He goes, can we put a dog on it? I said, fine, go ahead, bring the dog out, put it on. Brings the dog out, dog tears into my back. They open it up, nothing in there. Oops, sorry, made yeah. a mistake. Uh-huh. Nice deal, huh? So Papa don't have a brand new bag, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Nice. Hey, can I call somebody a douchebag? Go ahead. Sue Kearns, you're a major douchebag. Okay. Okay, we're down to a couple of calls on the board. Like the guy said before, these phones ought to be ringing off the hook. They ought to be smoking here, but they're not because, you know, a little bit of uh, excitement there, and that's the end of that. Because the public out there, they're, you know, they're used to this. They, they like it. They like living like a bunch of lemmings and a bunch of sheep, and they like uh, being put upon. Two open lines in Dade, two in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the 18th line. And by the way, as much as this equipment we got in here is garbage, I should have mentioned this on the air before, all of a sudden, ju just as quickly as the problem started about uh, a little bit after 10 o'clock this morning after the first two calls, just as quickly as the problem from Bell South began, and that's where it originated, and that's where most of it is, and I understand that and know that for a fact. Just as quickly as it started, a little bit later on when they decided to uh, unscrew up whatever was screwed up over there, all of a sudden the green lights came back on, the lines were ringing again. So it wasn't on this end, sweethearts, over there at Bell South, who keep diddling with my life. See, if I had a real, like I said this yesterday, I'm not joking about this, if I had a real lawyer, a real agent, somebody to go to bat for me, I wouldn't have to be putting up with all this bull crap all these months. Like with the TV thing over there, you know. Make a laughing stock out of you with a, with a hum job on there. They can't hear the audio. We got the goddamn phone company. We got somebody involved over there that's been diddling with our stuff for months now. But do I have anybody to go to bat for me? Do I have anybody that even uh, called after that uh, roast job I did yesterday on him? Of course not. Because I have to keep chasing him around, your good oh, close personal today, friend. I'm sorry. Call today for what? To see if I could uh, fax him the copy of those notes. You can turn the clock back. If you could turn the clock back and go into yesterday's wastebasket, which is where they were deposited, and get out your uh, super glue and glue or tape all the pieces of the paper together that I tore up in little tiny pieces. Man, oh man, there's only one thing I can say. One thing about Norma Kent. Boy, does he have a lot of chutzpah. And beat that gator meat. If we're busy, you can call Julio at 305-821-1716. He's done. He wants to do his own show. Here's a lady in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, ma'am. A few years ago, I live in Northern California, a little bit north of San Francisco. Elementary school children were being encouraged by the uh, school to turn their parents in. Right. They learned to recognize different uh, drugs, pot, and things like that. Dare to turn your uh, parents in, right. You to go home and turn your parents in and come back and tell your teacher so mm -hmm. they could be arrested and you'd be an orphan and all that. Isn't that great? I think it's wonderful. <laughs> but then, as far as everything goes, pot, your show, other TV shows, if people don't like it, why don't they leave it alone? Right. 
Just so that, that, that's called freedom. It's called freedom of choice. It's called real freedom. And uh, it's just like people are calling, we're going to get you off the air. Well, first of all, they're not going to get me off the air. But secondly, why are they concerned? Why are they so psychotic about the fact that I'm saying something here that uh, they can't deal with? That's what bothers them is they can't handle the truth. It's the old on and off switch, you know? Turn uh, it off. They, they, can't, they don't want to turn it on they and off. They want, to, off. they want to silence me because their idea of freedom of speech is whatever they think is okay to be said. At the same time, they can't stop listening to Right, me. exactly. So what's up with that? Mm -hmm. Then I wonder, am I a policeman too? Because I am a citizen of the United States. Oh yeah. Does that mean I wouldn't? I think it should be illegal for people to worship false idols in church. Right. And should I? We ought to start raiding the churches and go in there. You're right. And we ought to start uh, busting those bastards. And how about driving 56 miles an hour, stealing cable, spitting on the sidewalk? Right. Taking the Lord's name in vain. Right. We can take it pretty far. So we have another interesting thing going on in California. Quickly, it's the Indian gaming. Right. Uh, thing and they already have <clears throat> quite a bit of casinos, but they want more and they want it to be under a Proposition Five. Mm -hmm. and, and Vegas is peeing in their pants about they it. They are peeing in their pants right. about it. They can't stand it. They're putting big money into it. And those are the only people opposed. But then there's ignorant fools who listen to that and think that it's important when they just don't have to go. I mean, why can't we? Have, it's just like down here. I mean, we've been headed on the ballot about 200 times since I've been here 20 some years. It's never going to pass down here. And well, what's the big deal? We got dog racing, we got uh, high line, we got harness racing, thoroughbred racing, we got every kind of gambling under the sun. We got Mickey Harrison and all his bogus cruise ships out here with his uh, gambling uh, ship to nowhere. But the uh, casino gambling, it's evil and all this other bull crap. It's part of the same mentality. Well, yeah, I was listening to a, a hideous talk show the other day at, at home, and they said, don't the Indians have enough money now? Isn't that great? Don't they have enough? They've got running water now from the last yeah, they, gambling. They got thing. running water. They even might have a few flush toilets for Christ's sake. What the hell do they want? What there do you they go. want? And I think the big thing is, is that they're going to take the white eyes money because they're so freaking ignorant. Well, it's about time. I hope so. Now. And I hope there's worms in all those cigarettes too. <laughs> have a great day, sweetheart. You too. All right. right. We have two open lines in Dade, one in Broward. Getting kind of slim again here right now. I guess we must be putting these people into a coma. You know how this group is. Every 15 minutes they want something, a new uh, toy to play with. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. We're waiting on you. Here's Miami. Hello. Hi, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. You know, it is interesting that uh, we're talking about people that, that don't want due process, these police officers that are totally brainwashed, that have no interest in due process, because under their system, you're guilty until proven innocent, which is absolutely contradictory to the, the American form of law. Yeah, if they, if they assume that you will look dangerous or that if you just bought an airline ticket for cash for a substantial amount of money, they're just assuming, therefore, you must be a drug dealer, you must be some kind of a criminal, and they're going to shake you down and terrorize your life. And then if they happen to be wrong, well, uh, okay, too bad. Exactly. And under, Bad the, guess. under the same corrupt model, why aren't why aren't banks with significant drug drug accounts confiscated like people's homes are confiscated yeah. when they have Well, you know, it's real interesting the hypocrisy that goes on. I was just telling George during the last break that uh, you remember years ago, I don't know how long you've been here, but back in the seventies, in the middle and late seventies when all the drug money was coming in here from Latin America before their peso their their uh, you know, their currency became almost worthless. But before that they used to come in here with briefcases loaded with cash and it was all drug money and they used to buy their big screen TVs and their VCRs and all the appliances and then uh, ship them all back to uh, South America wherever they were from and uh, everybody looked the other way. Exactly.
Exactly. We even had a mayor, Maurice Ferre, who said at the time, well, you know, maybe there's a recession around the rest of the country, but we don't have to worry because it may be not the greatest thing, but at least we got all that drug money coming in here. Exactly. That's the true. mayor of the city who said that. If it weren't for those suitcases, Brickell Avenue in Miami wouldn't have the banks that it has. That's right. And the development that happened down here wouldn't have occurred. And everybody looked the other way. One, one other point I'd like to make out, I was just in Costa Rica with, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Atlantis, it's a, it's a gay gay uh, tour group. They take, sure. yeah, yeah, I was down in Costa Rica with them and everything was cool until the day we left. One of the uh, local women in government actually brought a Catholic priest and 400 people to block the road so that our buses couldn't get to the airport and they had <laughs> riot police. They, they had brought a Catholic police. priest? He probably wanted to join in on the fun. That's what we were wondering, you know, sure. we why didn't he jump on the bus? But they brought riot police to stop people from, from destroying these buses. Wow, they're old too. God. In a country that supposedly where, you know, homosexuality is not I, illegal. I thought, I thought Costa Rica was, like, uh, pretty uh, progressive. Yeah. So did we. We were on the northwest coast in Guanacanaste, Papagayo. And you know what? It was only this, the few of these hodad, Bible-thumping, middle-age middle mentality people because the people in the in the resort were, were nearly in tears. They were like, you know, we weren't sure about it when before you all came, but when you came, you were the nicest, cleanest people and the best tippers. There's no fact in, in the church. Yeah, right. so anybody out there who knows a Catholic priest who's, who's gay and isn't out, you go get them. Hey, no, no, you got it backwards. If anybody else knows a Catholic please, priest who's straight, please let me know. Have a great day, pal. I've been asking 23 years I've been on the air, Miami. Give me the name of one Catholic priest who's straight. Have you got one? No. Just one? No. Anywhere in the world? No. Okay. And I'm telling you, they're, they're, uh, I, all my contacts in Rome, I keep hearing more and more that they're positive the Pope takes it up. The, there's no question about it. They know it for a fact. I mean, is there any uh, guy who wears a dress for Christ's sake? So we always knew that. The pubs, mobs, dope. We always knew that. So what are we talking about here? A little bit of hypocrisy, perhaps? Uh -huh. Open line of Dade County, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. The Julio line is 305-821-1716. Here's a Hollywood. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes. How you doing? Great. I just want to say that the reason that this country is in the shape as it, as it is in today yes. is because we, the people, let these police agencies and these other forms of government get away with it. Yeah. Why not it as the people? The people don't do nothing. Because they don't give a crap because they're busy watching their stupid uh, Jerry Springer and their TV shows, and they don't give a crap. Listen, if you listen to this radio station the other 20 hours a day and hear these assholes calling in here about the Gators and the Gators are going to kick your ass. I mean, you know, everything has a, you, know, you have to have your right perspective. And the problem is in this country, the priorities are all upside down. Yeah, the fact right. that they got some dumb jock that's going to make 13 million dollars a year for playing baseball. Th this is unacceptable. Has there been one person call and make one comment about it except me? No, no. Yeah. no. And you can listen all day, every day on this radio station. And these bozos, oh, what's the more, what's the spread on this game? And, uh, you know, do, the, do you think the offensive line can handle it? I mean, what are we talking about here? Okay, we're talking about people whose interests are so disproportionate to what life is really all about that it's hopeless. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. And, and don't ever forget, pal, whatever you do. That's the American fucking way. Right. You're right. Have a great day, pal. You too. Get that passport. Oh, but we're told that this is the greatest country in the world. You know what? Every time I hear that, it's like it's like people that say Miami is a world-class city. <laughs> I pee in my pants. I have to call up June Allison to get my Depends. Every time somebody says Miami is a world-class city, I just, I just pee all over the place. My bladder just cuts loose. Every time I hear that. World-class crime, world-class bozos. All you got to do is read the columns in the newspapers. Read the columns in the sports section. Dave Hyde with another stupid, idiotic column this morning.
Oh, yeah, it was probably a good idea to sit those two. Yeah, right. Sure it was, Dave. Why don't you have the balls to really say something? That's the problem. Why doesn't anybody in this goddamn town have the balls to say anything? I, how long have I been asking that question? How many ass-suckers does it take to fill up the hours of the day on the air in this town in the newspapers? Ass-suckers, panderers. We got about a hundred geldies, only that most of them have a better voice. That's the only difference. And maybe one descended testicle. Here's a mobile in Davy. Hello. Hey, how you doing today? Okay, sir. Listen to this. Okay, I'm going to get off the topic for a second, but I'm going to tell you what I just saw, which is going to freak you out. I was in an adult video store. Okay, and I was you looking around. You were in an adult video store? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was looking around, right? I see this group of girls, about four, and then I'm wondering to myself. They were about four? Four of them. One oh, of them four, four girls. Familiar. I thought you meant about four years old. Yeah. No. Yeah, right. Okay, we have, uh, was that creative? Was that beautiful? Was that uh, interesting? Was that boring, pal? Really weak. Oh, God. Here's a... And, and didn't I have my finger sitting right here because I knew it was going to be a pile of crap? Thank you so much, pal. Very creative. You're, you're just what we were talking about a minute ago. Bozo. They could be knocking on your door, raiding your house right now, taking away every possession of yours, and you'd be making up stupid stories, okay? I think too many of those videos, they're, you know, if you were okay, just to let it heal up for a while, that might be good. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. I got the biggest pig report you've ever heard. Yeah. I just left the Macarena. Yeah. And in the south parking lot, there's at least 200 cop cars, and they're all dressed in riot gear. God knows what they're doing. Really? Exactly. They must be getting ready for the celebration after tonight's uh, hockey game. You think? At least 200 of them. They're, they're doing it, huh? Head and toe and black Either, either that or they just got the welcoming committee. Wait, wait until I get home this afternoon. That might be it. Maybe that's it. Okay. Thanks. I'm ready. Okay, thanks for the good news. Oh, by the way, I'm reading about if you just cough up the 75 cents, we wouldn't have all that traffic congestion after the hockey games. If you just come in off the uh, uh, sawgrass there and cough up your 75 cents because you don't have to pay on the way out. Because we have all this hostility and people very angry and way too much of the traffic is going over here and on 136, et cetera, and so on. Come on, so you're already paying 120 bucks. What's another 75 cents? What difference is that going to make for those overpriced uh, stuff? You know, like I said, you're watching it. You're seeing it unfold right between your eyes. And I don't care what any of these sports suckers on this radio station tell you. They're killing the geese that laid the big fat golden eggs. Because they're sucking the blood. They're sucking every ounce of money and energy out of the so-called fans. And it's just getting to the point. And they're putting a boring terminal product out there that's getting worse and worse and more watered down. It's, you know, they had a game in Greensboro, North Carolina the other night. Nice going, Gary Bettman. If there were 500 people there, it was a lot. And then they put in the paper the next day, 5,500, because that's how many season tickets they got sold. So that's the number of tickets sold. But the number of bodies in that arena, if there were 500 to 1,000, that was a lot. I have never in my life, I could understand, was there a snowstorm? No. Was there like a natural uh, disaster? No. We're having a war? No. No. I've never seen a professional sporting event of any kind anywhere in the U.S. of A. with so few people in there. A handful. But we're spending millions of dollars. Well, guess what? People don't give a crap anymore, okay, because we've been fed enough, we've been ladled enough bullcrap. And you can only squeeze so much blood out of a rocket. And finally, even the most, the easiest of people finally start saying, No. No, thanks. 
133 at 560 WQM. I haven't even mentioned this thing about the Republican candidate in Tennessee who shot and killed his opponent. Huh? That's one good way to make sure you don't lose the election. Connie Burks wasn't the kind of politician who made enemies. The courtly 58-year-old Tennessee uh, state senator would slop his hogs early each morning before driving his pickup to the capital of Nashville. On weekends, he walked door-to-door in rural Monterey, checking in on old folks in the winter to make sure their heat was working. A popular Democrat, his re-election seemed certain until last week when Burks was found shot dead in his truck near the pump, his pumpkin patch. Later in the week, police made an arrest 34-year-old Byron Looper, Burks' Republican opponent. Looper was something of a carpetbagger. He dropped out of West Point after a knee injury, then moved to Georgia. He spent some time in Puerto Rico before making his way back to Tennessee. It didn't take long for him to run afoul of the law. Looper was scheduled to go on trial in December for abuse of office and theft. Prosecutor, should have come to Miami. Prosecutors say he offered tax breaks to land developers in exchange for campaign contributions. And in a Meet My Family campaign ad, Looper tried to pass off his girlfriend, Terry Guess, as his wife. Guess has since charged Looper with rape, saying the assault produced a child who was born last August. She is demanding $1.2 million in damages in Tennessee. That's the American fucking way. There you go. Like I said, he ain't going to lose that election to that guy. Where are we going? Here's a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Good afternoon. How yes, sir. Doing? Good evening. So I can't wait to see Stevie Weiserman play tonight. Yeah. And good thing they really shook up those lines. They have that new lineup now, the Red Wings. They might Why? Be better. Why? Why? Yeah. The real smoke up. I'm going to the stadium for the, the arena tonight for the first time. Yeah. What time the doors open to get in there? 6 p.m. Where you go? <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not saying the food is real, real bad. I mean, it's uh, okay for uh, arena food, but it's very, very overpriced. Still overpriced. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I rule changes. I, I don't mind them. I think they're fine. Everyone's complaining about... No, his ass from his elbow. Well, you know, uh, Hashik only made 16 saves. Yeah, it's true the Rangers only had 16 shots, but I'd say at least half of those saves were spectacular, and he and Richter played out of their minds, and for a scoreless tie, it was a phenomenal game. It was very entertaining, sir. Uh, in the old days when I used to watch Hockey Night in Canada on Channel 9 in Detroit, how about a little uh, Hockey Night in Canada theme music? Hockey Night in Canada? <laughs> Even though it's not the Molson anymore. But it's yeah. still, uh... Well, you know something they've changed? Have you seen it since? No, I haven't. Since the, 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 the music is pretty much the same. <laughs> can we hear some Mike Lang? Nobody can hear this. Because I'm sitting here with my Maple Leafs uh, thing on, okay? That's Molson right. Molson Hockey Night in Canada on CBC. He's dead. Brought to you Get by Molson. It's Labatt Hockey Night in Canada now. Oh! still great. Oh, in fact, uh, what, now what was Don Cherry saying? About uh, hockey night in Canada the other night. You sitting up straight. You're going to sit up straight, aren't Yeah, you? of course. Yeah, we're always away. Oh. Hey, what's going on? The f is this? Why are we doing this fucking shit? Where we we're going back to that fucking bullshit again, eh? Squeeze fucking coach's corner in after everything else has been taken care of. Same old fucking bullshit. Oh. All right. 23 till 2 at 5, 6, 2. It's a Wednesday. He'll be on at 2, of course. Seven o'clock, or 6 o'clock, we got the booster for one hour, and then 7 o'clock, the pregame. Panthers and the Detroit Red Wings, two-time Stanley Cup defending champions, with, and uh, Sergei Fedorov and uh, uh, all these other guys. But again, they got uh, this one, and they got that one. I mean, they got so many great players on that team that it's disgusting. Okay, Brendan Shanahan. I wonder whose uh, wife he's... Uh, okay, 20... Hey, has a pair. 3 at 560 WQM. So anyway, uh, a little uh, correction on the TV thing on Whammy for the uh, four people. And, uh, well, no, you're going to be doing the show. I'll be on vacation. And then after that, they're just uh, taking off to go get a real jobs. 
But at any rate, they'll be showing reruns for a period, maybe forever, who knows? Maybe they'll just, just out of spite, they'll keep putting the reruns out there as long as they have to pay us. To like uh, next May or uh, when, June or whenever it is. So anyway, speaking of that, if I can hold it, can we get this on there? Can we get a shot on the uh, TV thing tonight? The books? Uh, probably not. That would take too much editing. Hey, you like those uh, hockey tickets, Dave? So anyway, these are the two books you must watch. I mean, that Oprah, she's got all the Housewives of America buying these syrupy, crappy, uh, feel-good uh, horseball books. Lost Rights, The Destruction of American This book. You'll be spitting mad. You might actually uh, develop your brain a little bit. And Pros and Cons, Criminals Who Play Asian by Jeff Benedict and Don Yeager in hardcover just out. Great book. Oh, that, oh look, there's Lamar Thomas staring me in the puss again on the back saying, Hey, oh, God. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, hi, Neil. Uh, I'm a Julio from Colombia. You turn those on the lights. And, exactly. And yeah. right, right before the guard gate, he stops him and uh, asks him for his license, whatever. Meanwhile, I'm out with my friends that night, and I'm coming home. We see, like, five police cars. And when we see that, that is my son, you know, like a father, I'm concerned, and I mm -hmm. stop. And I asked one of the officers, and he said, well, I'm just here as a backup. So-and-so stopped him, and there was, like, five police officers laughing and carrying on in the back. I start walking towards them, and one of them just comes racing to me, flashlight in my face. This does not pretend to you leave. And I'm, I identify myself as, as his father, and I say, what's going on? You know, a lot of police cars here. We live here. If I have to tell you one more time, I'm going to arrest you. And I say, why? I live here. This is my son. Why yeah. did you stop him? Did he do something wrong? Or? Why, why did they stop him? Well, uh, supposedly for trespassing, trespassing, when my son identified himself as, uh, uh, I'm coming from work or later. And then my son says, like, four or five more cops showed up after that. So, anyways, I said, well, I'm not... I'll, I'll tell you what I stopped you for later, when all I, my buddies show up and we uh, make no, a witch he, on here. He told him, well, when my son said, I wasn't trespassing. I just got off of I-75 and coming home from work. Yeah. And he said, well, I'll tell you what I stopped you for later. And he walked towards the back when I showed up. And, uh, and my son... Well, anyways, uh, when I said, well, what, uh, you know, what's going on is, uh, turn around, you're under arrest. I said, well, what are you talking about? Under arrest for what? Asking a question? Yeah, for asking a question. And he goes, just turn around. I put my hands up in this rail. He tell, he starts uh, searching me, and then he gives me a few elbows to my kidneys and a few punches. And I say, hey, that's not necessary. Oh, you're That's the American fucking way. Yeah. He said, I said, that's not necessary, you know. And he says, uh, oh, it's not necessary. He's resisting arrest. Let's take him down. Next thing I know, I got three or four of them snapping my neck back. Yeah. So, what, the, so what was the upshot of this? How much of a lawsuit are you filing? Well. You know, it's still pending. That's why I know their their names. I don't want to say their names. No, no I don't want the names. But I mean, what what was the reason they eventually said that they uh, stopped him? Ob obstruction of oh, for my son. Yeah. They said uh, he was playing the music too loud on a work truck on a little uh, little tiny work truck with. Uh, the, so, so in other words, it took five cops to come in in Pembroke Pines because he allegedly was playing the music too loud, they, and they had to slap you in uh, jail. They then... put they put me in jail, bruised me up pretty bad. And uh, and the supervisor, and then when I went to make a complaint, I said, well, you want to speak to the supervisor? And when I asked who's the supervisor, his supervisor is the one who almost snapped my neck off that night. Yeah. I said, no, 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 that's okay. I said, someone else will get in touch with you guys. So I just went and left, and, uh, and you know, it's in process. I have to go. Uh, Harass, man. False arrest, uh, harassment, I'd sue the pants off of them. You know, and, and I have a brother and a sister that work for the Department of Justice with INS. And, and, and I, I was real angry once they threw me on the ground and bruised me up, and I was... Uh, this one officer was hearing, you know, effing trouble, this and this, and he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then when, when they took me to jail and they checked my, my record, it's impeccable. Then they start, 
Yes, I'm trying to do my job, and you can't say, all I was asking was for inspiration yeah. about my son. No, he's just trying to do his job, hassle Colombians. That's, uh, you know, that's the American way. <laughs> and okay, that's... good good luck, pal. Okay, buddy. To their ass. All right. Wow. I feel really, really happy. What are those on your feet? Shoes. What else? Socks. Spell it. S-O-C-K-S. You just said kiss my ass. In Cantonese. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Hey, what's that around your waist? A belt. Spell it. B-E-L-T. You just told someone to f*** off in Zulu. Oh, my. And that's just one of the many techniques you'll learn with the National Profanics Language Cassette Program. National Profanics can have you cursing in Spanish, French, Italian, German, and a host of other languages in just a few weeks. So call 1-800-F*** Because the most important thing you'll need to know about other cultures is how to tell somebody off. Hey, buddy. S-O-C-K-S. It's a 155. By the way, if you look up the word useless in Webster's Dictionary, you'll see Norma Kent's picture next to it. But anyway, don't forget Center One this Saturday at uh, Ben & Jerry's in Aventura. Come on by, have some fish food, some New York Super Fudge Chunk, some chocolate cherry Garcia frozen yogurt, whatever you like. And uh, pick up your Best & Neal CDs and T-shirts, etc. and so on. We'll have our D&H paraphernalia. We'll have our buttons and uh, stickers and posters and all kinds of good stuff to give to you. It'll be interesting to see how many ballsy people we have out there who have the guts since we just, I was reading that thing earlier at the beginning of the show today about how, uh, oh, you can't say you're an atheist or not a religion uh, in America. You can't say you're not one of the religious uh, assholes because then uh, then they all of a sudden looked down and nose like, are you crazy? That's the American fucking way. That's right. Here's Plantation. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you doing today? Okay, sir. You know, when you spell useless, you might as well spell Adam Kirshner. Because yeah, okay, great. Oh, that's the asshole that's on the uh, thing with uh, Adam. Irby. Okay, uh, I heard Which the sock. Away, by the way. Huh? Which is going away, by the way. Yeah, that's oh. going to be gone anyway, by the way. But I noticed the sock over the phone, and you're still the same asshole. I called. That's the second one today. Second one today. This guy who spends all this time putwhacking back and forth with Adam on our chat room there on the uh, neilgod.com, which that'll be gone very, very soon. Adam wants a goddamn place to play with his boyfriend. Let him do it on Rick and Sud's website or some other goddamn place. We don't have time for our bullcrap, okay? Including you, sir. With a sock over. It's either a sock over his pussy or he's got 400 pounds of in his uh, mouth, which I think is more likely. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello? Hello? She's squealing. Hey, Neil. Yes, ma'am. How you doing? Why are you squealing? Because I was on the other line. I have two phones. Oh, okay. So how's everything going? Great. Um, I just want to know, I'm Steve Goldstein's girlfriend. Why do you always make fun of him? You're Steve Goldstein's girlfriend? Yeah. Is it because you, you, that you he makes more money for you, than you? He makes more money than I do? Yeah. Uh, sir, I, also, you know, by well, the way... I want to tell you something. The laughter in this building, the building may crumble. The building may fall from the fact that... I, I, I have no problem with Gelly, other than the fact he sounds like a 10-year-old kid. Does he also have the penis the size of a 10-year-old child? No, he's got a big one. Oh, that's good. Okay, great. We just discovered Geldy's got a big one. There you go, and she ought to know. Woo! Heavy duty. He's making a lot more money. Okay, Geldy. Owe me some money, Geldy. I'm a little short this week in more ways than one. What a joke. And I told you, put up call. She's like, well, she's squealing in the background. She's starting to make squealing sounds. Maybe that's what, maybe it rubbed off. Maybe that's why he started squealing. There's no problem with Geldy. There's just one little thing. He doesn't belong on the... Air, okay, that's all. That's the only problem we got with Geldy. Besides the fact that he's a little ass sucker and that he's on the payroll with Wayne and he's got no credibility whatsoever and got a squeaky voice like a five-year-old child. Other than that, we have no f***ing problem with Geldy. Here's a lady in Boca. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Um, remember I called yesterday about doing an interview with Mickey Rourke? Yeah. Well, you said you'd do a little bit on him today, and yeah. I didn't hear it yet. You didn't hear Mickey Rourke? 
I said, come over here, you sucker. I'll knock you out. That's what I said. Yeah, anything else, Mickey? Officer Prince wanted to get his rocks off. Yeah. I've and... got a lot of friends that are on the police force here that in confidentiality have told me how much of an asshole Prince is. Oh! All right. I think that's the officer, not the artist formerly known as. There you go. There's Mickey Rourke. Oh! Yeah, he must be really desperate. He's got to have uh, her pimping and trying to get him on his show. We don't do celebrities, even real ones, okay, much less Mickey work. And Kim Basinger says he smells bad. Oh, jeez, scumbag. I mean, even even in his old uh, state now, Stephen Bauer, far more appealing than even at birth, Mickey work was uh, disgusting. Here's a mobile in Naples. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, going back to that police state issue. Yes. Uh, this happened to me back when I lived in Miami. I was 18 years old. We got out of the movie theater, me and my friend. Yeah. And so we're walking home. We cut through this uh, shortcut to get home. We got stopped by the police walking. Strawberry shortcut, yeah. And, uh, no, actually, it was behind the shopping center. We were walking behind oh, the Oh, those are the worst center. ones, man. You're in big trouble behind the shopping center. And they uh, arrest us because they said that uh, we were, uh, they had gotten calls of people breaking in the houses around there. And we had our movie stub tickets and everything in our hands. You had your stub in your hand, yeah. Maybe that was the problem. <laughs> and they showed, like, like, five police cars showed up. And uh, they said no, that uh, they had calls of people breaking in the houses around there. And right. I, I told the guy, look, we just got out of the movie theater. You bring the people that said that we've been breaking into their houses and have them identify me. Right. And the guy told me, one of the police officers goes, if you don't shut up, we're going to beat you up, this and this and this and that. So I'd be quiet. They took us to jail. My parents had to come bail me out of jail. To this day, do you know I have a loitering and prowling uh, of misdemeanor arrest on my record? Nice. Because of that? Isn't that nice? Unbelievable. The only thing I've ever done in my life that I've ever been arrested for. Go, goes to show you, pal. When, when, in, go doubt, when in doubt, don't uh, show them their stub. Uh, another question. Is there a 1-800 number I can call where I can order uh, Best of Neil, or do I have to go to Miami and no, pick it's it not, up? No, it's not 800-954. Okay. You're in Broward, right? No, I'm in Naples. Oh, okay, 954. You can afford it. Okay. 563-3600. All right. Okay, thanks, thanks pal. All don't, right. don't do it again. Don't uh, show him your stub. Okay, we're out of time. Hank's coming up next from uh, Shula Stake 2. We got the Boogster at 6. Panthers tonight, Floyd. Let's just score a goal tonight, at least one. Man.